Psycho killer. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to welcome you back to another beautiful episode of Classic Club Podcast. My name's Adam. My name's Ben. And we are joined today by my lovely sister, Amelia Goletska. Hello, Amelia. Interesting pronunciation, that. That's how you pronounce it. Say it again. Amelia Goletska. 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 But you will know her as Amelia Goretka. Yeah. Emily Gorka. It usually gets boiled down to. I remember when, when you used to run, it was on the, you had the commentators, and they'd, every single time they'd pronounce a different way. Emily came up because people Gorka. just read the first two letters and they can't be bothered to finish off the end, which is like the most annoying thing. I don't mind the last name, but the first name. I was like, you haven't even bothered going past M. Yeah, when people um, know you're coming, they always spell it with an A. Yeah. Go, it's an A. Or E-M-I-L-I-A, and it's not even that. Hang on, I, I put E when I, when I texted. Yeah, but you went Emilia. I'm E-M-E-L-I-A, because my mum spelt it wrong on my birth certificate. E-M-E? Yeah. It's all them drugs. M- I'm a weird combination Amelia. of the other Amelias. Basically, I'm named after my great my grandmother, Yes. but we never knew what her actual spelling was, so I think my mum just made it up and she was very tired after the birth. <laughs> and then my dad looked at the birth certificate <laughs> and was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> I, was, oh, I was originally Aloysius. What? What? <laughs> so I was uh, very premature, I was about two months uh, early. Huh? Yeah. And uh, so they had to put me in an incubator, and they said, oh, what's his name? And my dad, to wind them up, just went, Aloysius. <laughs> Does that mean anything? No, no. I haven't even looked it up. Okay. I think it's it is a name. I think just in Why case. Why did you say it? And so, so yeah, they wrote it down, Aloysius, as a name. It is a name. And then they were like, really? He's going to get bullied, dude. Why are you calling him Aloysius? It's like, Al for short. It'd be perfect. Aloysius. <laughs> Ali. And uh, they, yeah, they did keep the uh, little label on the in- incubator, Aloysius. Did they actually? How would you spell that? Do you know how A-L-A, I don't know, I, don't, I, have no I would have preferred that, that would have been cool. Uh, oh yeah. Well, uh, in this day and age, you can be called anything. That would completely suit me, Aloysius. Could be called the Adam and Aloysius show, or the alliteration. No, we wouldn't be friends, I'm too cool for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm called Aloysius, You would have been mate. in like a Come private on. prep school somewhere. <laughs> no, I'd just been cool, mate, drug dealer. <laughs> Name's Al. Alright, so let's d- dive into the very basic questions we ask all our guests. Yes. Amelia, mm. tea or biscuits? Tea or coffee? None at the moment. What uh, the fuck? We did not see that coming. God, that is new it's information. <laughs> it's the world's first exclusive on the Classic Club podcast. Okay, what are you doing right now then? What were you If doing? I was normally living my everyday life, I would have a black Americano. But I'm what the fuck? Yeah, I love it's just it. Just like that. Proper Italian, like, I've been to Italy so many times and I have like the strongest just straight black coffee. But Beautiful. I'm just having a detox from all of that at the moment. Like, I'm doing a massive cleanse um why are you doing a cleanse because boys <laughs> <laughs> guys listeners oh, no. i was on the pill for five years oh my god <laughs> and oh my god i came off and my hormones went crazy and th- i've basically done a lot of research behind it and i'm feeling amazing now doing a detox just letting my hormones flush out oh, it's shit. a lot of science behind it but the pill suppresses all of your hormones because that's what it's meant to do, to stop you getting pregnant, that's yes, what it does. That, that makes sense. And then you come off the pill, and they just like go, whoa, whoa, I'm alive. Like, you know, like the genie comes out the bottom yeah, of yeah, Aladdin, yeah. and it's like, hey. And um, I just got loads of really bad symptoms from it, so I'm deciding to detox, and I haven't had coffee since before Christmas. Actually, probably since Christmas Day. <laughs> well, at least you're not having coffee, that's good. Yeah. We don't so. like coffee here at the class club. Yes, so Well, I would have had, a, actually, I, I wouldn't, because it's really quite late, isn't it? I would mm. drink my tea to that. 
I'll drink my decaf Earl Grey that <laughs> <laughs> currently. But I'm not that boring. I mean, decaf I would usually. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'll be back on it in a few weeks' time. I'm just really? You're going to bang on it? Yeah, but I'll just go crazy. Go crazy. Have well, a shot. Well, so would you say that fucked up your mind? Potentially. What a well, beautiful swagway. Swagway. <laughs> oh. That's becoming a cash, catchphrase for you now. You keep on saying that. I've yeah. listened through a lot of the episodes and you go, that's a great swagway. Segway. That's Have you segway? Segway. Oh, God. No wonder you can't say it. <laughs> Is that you, when you've learned a new word and you kind of put it in every sentence hoping that it fits? Mm. Does it yeah. fit? Yeah, it does. Segways in my muscle memory. Mm -hmm. The memory of my Segways muscles. are also quite cool as well. Right? So. Uh, no. Segway, man. Segway. You aren't allowed segway. to say it anymore, Adam. <laughs> She's not saying it right. Adam is forbidden See, from saying words the, that he can't pronounce. Normally the word segue takes up not not even a second, and now it's even, it took us 10 seconds to get over segue. Well, more than I'm that now. I'm feeling 20 now. Oh, yeah. I can see how we... Well, how you guys have done podcasts for over two hours because like one little comment <laughs> turns into like a two-minute discussion. Well, <laughs> just, just, that's what makes the podcast the podcast because the listeners at home just love it. You know, they just they're sit like, in there. Like they're like an actual vibe. It's an knowledge. If we are robotic and we're saying, nice segue, now we're going into their mind. Mm. Mandatory mm. drink of tea. Which we are. So that, that's our conversation today. Amelia, don't like to brag, but you do have a first class degree in psychology. I do. So she, she knows her shit. I do. And I have it on my lap because I forgot it all. <laughs> it's one of those things where, like, you know, we do the revision for the exams and at the time I knew everything. And then as soon as you walk out that door with your first class, it goes. Mm. So I literally, even when you're talking earlier about some of the studies, I was like, yeah, I know that. But can you just remind me? Because it's not quite in there. So mm. Full on first, first. Full on. Yeah. Four years. Did, but, and did all of the cool stuff. Like I didn't do like I didn't do sports psychology. I did like um, like delusions, schizophrenia, eating disorders, wow. like all the funky stuff, messed up stuff, adult psychological problems. Oh. Segway. What does that? So, what, what sort of stuff does that entail? Uh, oh God. So there, they are like biological modules where you are looking at the brain and what goes on with the brain. But you kind of look at different experiments, different theories in psychology of why these behaviour happens. So, for example, why does bipolar disorder yeah. occur? Um, many different theories all blended in, and to be honest, it's just learning the different theories for and against arguments evidence yeah um, is it all right all written or all written yes we did our own experiment coursework. yeah loads of coursework, loads of coursework yeah. my dissertation was in delusion formation again i can't remember exactly what we did with that actually because it wasn't relevant it wasn't significant when we did the <laughs> when we did the study so yeah. it was really pointless <laughs> so okay um but yeah we we learned how to create our own studies and the stats behind it so we could do it if we wanted to someday um, we played around with brains. We actually like looked at real brains and cut them open. Oh, like human brains? I think they were rats. Oh, a brain. rat brain? Yeah, it's like a lab, it was brain. like a lab rat brain that like we all were given one. So imagine the research behind that, like to get that together. Yeah. And we'd cut them up and look at the different parts of it. Um, so there's like very two sides to it, the social side and then the biological side mm. that I did. Um, but yeah, so I don't know it. any of it. I've forgotten at all. You still enjoyed it though, right? Yeah, no, I did enjoy it. Yeah, that's, I'd actually, Cool. When I was looking yeah, at my cool. notes five minutes ago, I was thinking that was quite fun. Yeah, time so of my life. Nostalgic. Nostalgic. Yeah, nostalgic yeah, nostalgic. because I haven't studied since. It's mm. one of those things where when you go to uni or when you finish grade levels, you think, oh, I'm not going to do an exam ever again. Like sod that, I'm off. Mm. And then now looking back, I was like, actually, I really, I like being quite um, organised yeah. and, and learning it's, like that. So I miss do it. Do you not stumble across any like YouTube videos and just watch them? Or, or 
No, because I just like doing it myself, like being set something. Yeah. Like a, even like, it sounds sad, but even like an essay and then learning about it while yeah. doing it. Um, I found it really fun. And like my notes were all like colour coded, as you can see. So I really, <laughs> I really enjoyed colour coding. You still like the, the crime documentary stuff like that? You still watch that stuff? I still watch that. So I've watched. You're still interested in it then? Oh God, yeah. I watch all of them. Um, so I've watched the Ted Bundy ones recently. We love them. Mm-hmm. Obviously making a murder. Um, I watched Louis Theroux, all of his like messed up ones, yeah. like brothels, um, murderers, the jail stuff. Mm-hmm. I've seen the Piers Morgan women who kill. Yeah. Yep. And he goes to see like crazy females in prisons, which is really cool. Yeah. And I've listened to the Fred and Rose West tapes. See, I tried to do a bit of research on that beforehand. I couldn't really get the whole gist. There's a whole podcast. I don't want to like off-sell yours. But there's a whole <laughs> podcast dedicated to the tapes. Damn. Where you listen to him taking you through the case and their live recordings and stuff. That's awesome. It was really cool. Yeah. Interesting. So today we're going to be going <laughs> to... Oh, it sounds it. <laughs> that moved on quick. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to have a like, big system Adam, walk really, here. Adam, for God's sake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. We're okay. not at so. the dinner table now, Adam. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So at the dinner table, I'll find any excuse to get up and leave. Yeah, he's like, i got to go. After I've finished eating, of course. Family is first. Yeah. Minecraft is second. Or was it yesterday where I was literally like, was it yesterday we are at the dinner table and you tried about four or five times to leave and yeah. mum carried on talking because she hadn't noticed that he needed to go or he just was bored mm. and she just kept on talking over you, didn't she? And you were yeah. like, oh, oh, and you couldn't bring yourself to just <laughs> I leave. I hate it when people talk over me. Yeah. Um, so you just sat there I would politely. not know about that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. On the West, Amelia. Yeah, Fred Wait. and Rose West. What actually happened there? Uh, well, basically, so they're like, we're a couple um, that, no way. Yeah, <laughs> that lived in this house and it was called the House of Horrors once everything was found out. Um, and actually before Rose came along, Fred had already killed. Um, Whereabouts th- is this? Um, Just so people can get caught somewhere. Oh, um, Oh, is it right. England? Is it America? No, it is England. Yeah, it's England. And it was like a huge, huge case. I can't remember exactly where. Um, off the top of my head. I think I remember of this. I might have seen a YouTube video of this. Mm, really cool. And then um, they they got together and they had, I don't know how many children. He had a kid without her. Mm-hmm. And essentially they had uh, molested and killed some of their own children, hid them in the garden, killed and preyed as upon. You mm, mm. As you do. I don't know how you dis- like plan that or discuss that. How, just, how, you, how just, you get from a first like, name basis and then one, th- one thing next to another, you're molesting your own kids. I don't know. Well, there, there was a debate throughout the whole thing about who was the driving force of the relationship. Yeah. Like, wh- like, Rose was pretty messed up, like, she was pretty much a prostitute. Yeah. And, like, had people come back to the house and, like, he wasn't that bothered. And she had, like, this room. Mm-hmm. And they had students stay in their house as well. So they heard kind of funny things going on, arguments, um, weird behaviors. And ultimately, if you long story cut short they were found to have bodies in their garden and their children their at different ages um, other oh. females were buried mm. and they were definitely molested and tortured before they were buried mm-hmm. and one of them was definitely killed while fred was in prison for something so then everyone was thinking well, well rose must have done that one yeah so they're both guilty really i think it was charmaine or she definitely killed his daughter that wasn't her daughter if that makes sense so oh, he had okay. a child from someone else and she had killed him while he was off. Did he, and what was his reaction to that? Well, they just carried on doing it together. Oh, he had no problem with her, him killing his no. original daughter? I think they they just, I don't know, they just, 
that's the whole thing behind it is like how and why it happened and the, the podcast went into their backgrounds and stuff and Rose was quite reserved and a bit odd um, to the point where they when they were both um, arrested and everything was found out in the courts I think he kept on trying to make eye contact with her and like mm. wanted to like look at her and she just didn't look at him and locked him out and I think she turned on him I think I can't remember one of them committed suicide as well I think it was him I think it's inconvenient it's convenient times turn on someone when it comes to the court case but that was probably more of a tactic surely mm. wouldn't you think she was quite manipulative I think and she yeah. made out like it was all him yeah um did she get locked up in the end, or did she literally... Oh, they're all locked up, yeah, yeah but he committed suicide. Oh, there was a couple, I can't remember the exact name of them, who were the ones who would bury children in, in the forest, and one of them is still alive today. I can't remember the name of them, because they were really famous. I don't think it was the West. And the husband's the only person that's still alive, and his only power to this day is withholding the information of the final trial. Oh, yes, I know that one. I've heard oh. of that one. I can't remember the name. They're really children. F- so no, I think I, I don't know. Children. I don't know the name. People will be shouting the name. Because Fred and Rose were all young females. I think it... Mm. Well, there's, there's, yeah, there's one where the guy buries children and there's like a huge manhunt still. not It's not still like huge now, but it's, yeah. there's an unofficial manhunt still going on now ah. yeah. for that final child. And he, he's taking pleasure out of literally just Not going, saying. Yeah, just they saying, won't, they I won't. Maximum won't. captivity now as well. He, can't, he has no power whatsoever. He's, not even, he's in a maximum security prison on his own. That's the only thing he's got left. Yeah, I can't remember if Rose is alive or dead, but she st- went to prison, obviously. Mm. And I think there are further bodies that are buried as well with their cases that haven't been... Uh, they were like, oh, you'll never find them. Like, they've, they've buried them like, in the moors of somewhere, yeah. like in like Wasteland. Mm. Some of them were b- buried in the house others were buried away yeah um and what the police did is once they were arrested is they figured out the other missing girls in the area oh gloucester gloucestershire yeah gloucestershire i thought it might and they that. figured out the other missing females and they realized that they were probably part of it and there's i can't remember how many were admitted to over 10 it's probably more yeah they just killed and tortured and and one of them escaped and she still lives to tell the tale there's a lot of interesting stories of escape victims in there those are, that's what i looked up what what do you think causes that because you've got obviously uh, uh, mass shootings mm-hmm. and when but that's more to do with people thinking hate, hating the world mm. and going fuck you world for doing oh, yeah. that to me and then thinking what's the what's the, what way can I cause the most bit of havoc yeah. as possible yeah and then they think oh okay uh, school shooting I'll shoot up a school mm. and then they'll think well that's that's havoc but you know what's even worse go to an elementary school mm. they go to an elementary school bam bam bam, bam shoot everyone yeah. up and then just and even better as well for them is then they'll turn the gun on themselves just yeah, to show how much they don't care about it and yeah. it just to fuck the world. But you also got that people that do, do fucked up shit constantly. Yeah. Well, it was like, so, uh, again, the podcast went into much more detail than what I can say, but Fred had killed before he met Rose. And whether that was an accident or not in terms of like a lashing out, mm-hmm. no one will ever know. Um, she was always quite... Um, reserved and odd growing up and I think she met him quite young when she was like 15 and he was a lot older mm. and he took her under her wing and she t- turned into this kind of malicious prostitute manipulative girl um, I think was it her mum that was on the tape I think her mum was on the tape and just was so confused about how Rose had like been charged with doing all these things and mum could not see it at all so some people just couldn't see it, but 
there are just so many things in her character throughout the story that suggests that she was the one yeah. being crazy and like literally taking men back to her room and doing like torture sessions with the children in the house and he was like fine with it and yeah so what what, what actually what is what do you think is it more like early life do you reckon that what was fred's mm. early life life like do you know um, i can't quite remember what his early life was again the podcast goes into a lot lot more detail yeah um, what's it called what's the podcast what's so people uh, the, find out uh unheard the Fred and Rose West tapes. Um, it's it's literally like the guy who, the reporter who looked into the cases at the time has gone through all of the paperwork and like reread it out basically yeah. in order, looked at witnesses, looked at real life tapes, yeah. like tape recordings of, of them and, and other people. Um, so there are lots of different arguments between like nature and nurture as yeah. to like what, what's affected her here because her mum would say that she was fine growing up and then she met Fred and then Fred turned her. Mm. But other people would say that uh, she was the one driving it and Fred just kind of went with it and was like really in love with her and was like, they just both had the ability to kill obviously. So, if it, suppo so suppose maybe, so if Fred was in charge, was if, if, uh, so if she was the one doing all the fuck, fucked yeah. up, would that be then maybe just, would there have been maybe like a, a something gone wrong in her Defect life. Or yeah. I think there's a lack of human moral there for sure in there and probably a lack of maternal instincts as well regarding the children. Oh god yeah I can't remember how many they had. But so, so there's you, you have the obviously the instincts in the brain from the mother which, yeah. which are triggered at birth and I think I heard uh, we were talking about in the last podcast uh, a human mother will have uh, the maternal instincts turned on in her head when she first becomes pregnant and they'll last till the day she dies. No emotion they, they whatsoever. They start early on because like, um, yeah, for kids with dolls and stuff like that. When you, when, and also when you, yeah, hardwired straight in already. So there's, yeah. there's an absence there. Um, Which she wouldn't have had. So you can you can go by saying there's like um, a, predispo a predisposed defect or program in her that hasn't allowed her to do that anyway. Mm. Um, along with the fact that she was like in this really intense relationship with Fred who had killed already, mm. it's almost like they got away with it so many times and it became like almost an addiction okay. to do it. Like it was a repetitive thing. It wasn't like an oopsie one-off, she fell down the stairs. Yeah. It happened like so many times. Could argue there could be a, uh, obviously not from me or you or anyone, but there could be a, a rush from that. Yeah, that do you reckon, oh yeah. Do you, do you reckon they actually enjoyed it or it was just a rush? Or maybe a mixture of two. They didn't both. seem that emotionally distressed. Like when one of their children went missing, they literally were like, "Oh, she's gone away on holiday camp," you and they didn't seem distressed at all or upset, mm. and that bothered. So there's like a, a not emotional connection at all. You do hear the phone calls after people confess their own murders and how calm they sound down the phone when they confess it. That could be also down to the, there's a shock element to it. When as well, the police maybe. started digging up their garden, apparently they just went for a walk or something later that day. Well, I you would though. They just like they didn't like panic and go, "Oh my god, don't dig no, up the yeah. garden." They mm. just let them dig up the garden and were like, "Well, yeah, <laughs> we'll head oh, out. We'll see. You're gonna find <laughs> oh, no. some stuff down there." And the, all the the house now has been like knocked down because it was like, well, the stuff they found in there was like so barbaric. No one want to live in there, would they? No, it was called the House of Horrors, and everything has been like taken out of respect for the people they found in there as well. Yeah, um, a good place for a ghost walk, I'd say. Yeah, I don't oh, know what's yeah. been turned into though. You could probably look it up online. It's a bit like the Amityville house, isn't it? That you have like an, a house that develops like an iconic sort of reputation of being just mm. murderous. And what they did with that, they yeah. turned it into a horror franchise. And it's also important it. to know, like they they got away with it because back in those days, a missing person kind of would kind of just go. I mean, it might happen today. I don't really know, but a missing person 
couldn't be followed up really because you don't have the technology to follow it up. So mm. these girls would go missing and it wasn't until Fred and Ro Rose were actually arrested that the police looked into it more. Because yeah. it's like they didn't have the technology to follow these people. So if I said, oh, Adam's gone on a summer holiday. Oh, and oh, now he's got a job, so he's not coming back. Yeah. Now I would just, someone could get you on social media and say, hey, where you at? It's easy to tell someone's gone missing, harder to cover it up. Because back then yes. it literally was so, so hard to do. So they got away with it for so long as well. And the addiction or whatever they had carried mm. on. That's so interesting now. though, because now more than ever you've got people, you still got the technology, but you still have the people in higher power that still manage to get away with these sort of things. Yeah, if you, you see less, obviously, lower down what people getting away with it that, mm. that you do see more well we seem to see more in what what way are you talking about well i think that, so the technology Epstein although you can argue technology is used to cover it up uh, i mean to hide to expose it you yeah. can also argue technology is used to cover it up as well through like the media and stuff like that so yeah. you do have the celebrities like epstein and stuff who relied on stuff like the media um oh, reputation reputa reputation and probably uh yeah. you know podcast spill the tea episode conspiracy theories they had they had an inner ring which would prevent stuff from getting out. So I think, yeah. Yeah. Well, these two were just an ordinary, well, I say in little, like, quotes, ordinary couple well, with a family. From, from the external point of view. They had people yeah. staying in their house. Like, so on the podcast, they had these students staying. Mm. And the students were like, oh, yeah, they did weird stuff. But back then, you just kind of didn't think anything on, on it. People were weird about then, and people just shrug it off. Like. Well, even nowadays, people don't like to get into other people's business. Mm. So they just mm. not think anything. It's a very British thing to do. Yeah, it? and it was also like most people here think instances like this and they think, oh, that wouldn't happen to me. It'd be fine because mm. you don't. You know, it's that's only like, it's like only real once it's happened. It? It's only real once it's happened. But those people who went, yeah. shit, I can actually kind of see that. Like, yeah, they were natural, but you can see if you yeah. know if you, you, you can kind of see yeah. it, and then it only becomes. Well, hindsight's a beautiful thing. Yeah. It's a sense of reality though as well, because something that extreme you'll only see on something like a movie, and you'd never, you'd never really exactly. think it's happened in real life. Yeah. Like the same with ghosts, and stuff like we talked in the ghost podcast, you've got things that you will only see, y your mind doesn't see it as a, a reality. Well, like I said, all of these were like young girls, so they were like, like 15 to 18 maybe, wanting to Christ. move away from home, wanting to like venture out, yeah. and therefore things were exciting, it wasn't scary, you're not no. like scared at that age. No. You kind of trust people and also you've got someone like rose um yeah a man on their own you know everyone thinks that's a bit weird if, you know if a female you're walking past a man yeah. every female turns around to make sure they're not being followed like yeah. you're lying if you haven't done it um but if a woman says oh do you want to get in my car you're, you're more likely to, go, to sure. say yes but she yeah. you know behind the scenes was the one doing a lot of the abuse apparently like he was definitely a part of it but he he um there's a lot in the podcast that suggests a lot it came from her for some reason. Um, he obviously killed and had the ability to do it, but she was part of the abuse. Damn. Yeah. Fun. Don't want to be part of that. And they've got children who are still alive today. Crazy. I'd like so to you, hear what they have to say. I yeah. don't think they speak. I don't think, yeah. You, you, you wouldn't want I bet to. You've I bet they've changed their names. I've always found it fascinating that how it, like the amount of murders that you find out to do of just couples in general, that, that common... That common yeah. factor of like liking to kill people. I, I saw that quite a lot. Good doing tag That was a weird one, I, especially like the, the ones with doing with molesting people, and obviously the other partner being okay with it. There's one I saw. Sorry, is it okay if we move move on to this one? Yeah, go, yeah, um, go. Move there, there's one. There's one quite messed up with the toy box killer. What's that one? Where a man um, called David Parker, basically over 50 women were victimised by right. this. He had a a soundproof um, trailer um, um, called the toy box. 
mm-hmm. where basically um, he'd, he'd go around claiming to be an undercover cop to um, sex workers and stuff like that and say you're being yeah. taken under, you're doing something illegal. And he'd work with his, his girlfriend and also another another helper called Cindy, who was yeah. also a girl. So there's two women helping him out here. Yeah. We'd basically take them down, rape, torture. He'd also play a cassette tape beforehand in the trailer that would describe the experience they're about to Oh my God. And um, <laughs> so it's kind of like Saw. Trailer, yeah. It's, it's literally like Saw. Um, and in, uh, what, what redeeming the bit. thing that I found, so obviously the, the how this got found out is one of the victims escaped from the trailer, ran, and actually, as escaping, stabbed one of them. Yeah. And um, I think she stabbed um, the wife. And um, yeah, but, but the thing I find weird is how you can find a common factor of liking to kill people. And I've always wondered how do you build up to something like that from first name basis and then go, oh, you like to kill people? Oh, I like to do that too. Oh, yeah. do, you, like, do, you, do you reckon though? I think it's an un- unsaid thing. I think it's not something they discuss. I think it's something yeah. that just happens yeah. and they both kind of like know. Yeah. Do you, do you reckon they, um, do you reckon they thought they were doing good like, because obviously those women like are sex workers so they obviously thought because like in Saw the guys it's oh, movies yeah. like Saw where you you look at the you look at it from a different perspective because throughout the whole film you see it from the victim's perspective and at the end you'll see it from the, the, guy, the guy's perspective and you see his perspective on life same with Joker you look at these these evil villain characters and you look at when when you see their perception of the world it doesn't necessarily justify it hmm. but you can see their reasoning behind it because the Joker was quite relevant because you People could argue in a society where people are more negative, more aggressive, yeah. and that can drive someone crazy to do horrible things. You could argue this is the case for nearly all of these things. Do, do you reckon that that guy did think he was doing, you know, the, or do you re- reckon because they were prostitutes? Yes, or do you rec- or, or was he just you know? It was up? easier to do. Yeah, well, you, you could argue that, but then comes in the molesting and stuff like that, and you think, well, well no, was that necessary? Well, you just sometimes you just say, yeah, I'm gonna. He has a girlfriend and. Gonna, I'm g- yeah. Well, you, you might just think I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna make him pay for living a. I don't know. You obviously haven't got the context behind the guy. No, I, I didn't go into that much detail behind the guy. I just thought the method of one having it with someone you're in a relationship to with, and two, that I thought the whole toy box thing of having a soundproof room, no, which just messed stuff fully, in general, really reminded me of the Saw franchise. So there. they created a soundbox room to torture the people in a trailer. Yeah, so it was amongst a trailer park. Oh my god! And one of the trailers was soundproof. Had a cassette tape in it. Put them in. No, maybe maybe drugging or something. Wake up. Usually, though, when you're in a relationship, not that I would know, but if you're in a killing relationship, it, you're bonded together more than just like you wouldn't get jealous that he's molesting someone else, because you're actually bonded over like the killing aspect. I think yeah, more no. like yeah. Rose slept with so many other people and like molested so many other people, and Fred seemed pretty okay with that because mm. they were in it together. Yeah, that it, makes it, sense. It was, yeah. There's not like a weird jealousy going if anything, on. It would bring them close together exactly because it's like their thing mm. um, yeah, marriage counselling for you yeah <laughs> just don't kill everybody that's a good uh, bonding session yeah. I'm, I'm actually sure it would be actually because well it's a secret that you can't really take anywhere else yeah and I feel like what, if one of them wants to do it more than the other I have a feeling the other one will carry on doing it in order to keep the relationship going and they're also egging each other on yeah. slightly to an extent you argue it's all they've got well, yeah, that's all of a lot of relationships is one common factor that they hold Unless on to. one of them turns and kills them, and then you're like, cool. Well, you said with the West, there was a lot of arguing going on, so yeah. they may have not necessarily had the chemistry, but they may have just had the, the common factor of killing. Like, no one will ever know when he came home, like, would he, was he actually annoyed that his daughter had like, just been killed? Like, mm. Or was he really that indifferent to the situation anyway? 
blood who was in prison that well, kid died. Were there tapes of it, like tapes of confessions or anything like that? Do you remember? Um, there Audios? were tapes of, I think, when they were first taken in and things like that. But I listening to them. But, like, there's not a confession tape. Mm. Like, Fred killed himself. Um, and I don't think Rose ever spoke of it. Like, I think she tried to speak to people about it, but not in an absolute confession kind of way. Like, there's much more she could have said to, like, bring everything to a close. Mm. Um, and some of the bodies, she's like, well, you're not going to find them anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just kind of like, you know, like, arrogant persona that she had, whereas Fred, I think, obviously ended up killing himself before the trial even went through. Do you think there's anything to do with the characteristics that played a role in it? So, like, you had Bundy, who was quite a, a womaniser, quite a smooth guy. Yeah. Was there anything with Should we go on to talk about Bundy next? Yeah, Bundy's Bundy. quite... Bundy's cool. Cool. Because <laughs> he, he obviously... We can, we can then compare characters. He obviously had the... the he, I mean, he was quite a womaniser. He was quite a smooth sort of guy. You would never question. Yeah. Do you want to give an well, overview? he had a family do you, give it, do you guys want to give an overview? Amelia, she knows a lot more about it than I do. Well, well, again, I watched the documentary, but I've watched so many, so <laughs> trying to uh, picture it down. So we, Adam, you he, um, again, I'll play the role of the audience. But he I have seen it, so. was in the era, again, where you couldn't track down people. Mm-hmm. So he um, travelled to a few different locations and did the exact same crimes. And it was so hard for the different states to like match up. Because mm. he'd, like, he'd be on a wanted list in one state, go to another state, do similar things, be on a wanted list there. Mm. And it, that's why it took them so long to find him. Yeah. And he had a family as well. Um, he had a wife and children. She had no idea. So there's a Ted Bundy film that is, I think, from her perspective. So she never saw him as a bad guy until like, the very end. So it was quite an interesting film because from her perspective, that's really messed up, thinking you've got like a really nice husband mm. who um, did all these horrible things, but he... Yeah, like I think one of them was like, Can, "Do you want to see the puppies in my car?" kind of thing. It was very yeah. like cliche, um, and then yeah, he would like abuse them and beat them, um, and he had that very at the time like good-looking style about him, like mm. womanizing, and just got away with it. And he he was also creepily. I think he was studying law, actually. He was studying, was and he was quite that. clever to the point that he would he in his court case when he was finally like getting caught for what he had done mm. um he um sacked his lawyer and became his own yeah, lawyer his own yeah and tried to do it <laughs> himself because he was so cocky and he thought he could mm. and that was his downfall but up until that point he was pretty smooth like with all of his operations barely caught i think one person got away um and that was about it really mm. had the same car and the same car was like never tracked down. He just literally had the same car. Because Beatles yeah. were everywhere in the 60s. That yeah. makes sense, yeah. So like no one ever caught him. So it was kind of that era. Um, but I don't think it went into its upbringing and what he was like. But he was very clever. Reminds me of the, he reminds me a lot of the, you haven't seen You, have you? No, I haven't seen it. You, have you seen You? You. Describe it up. You. I'm not. Um, it's the, it's basically very, very smooth, lovely guy, but basically, uses technology to track down women and not necessarily abuse them but he wants to get in a deep relationship with them he's, he lusts the idea of love and then when it doesn't go his way he will resort to murder not of the girl but of the people who get in the way of the relationship huh? it's great have you never seen it no I've never never seen that everyone's around to love about it it's great slightly reminds me of um, of uh, The Invisible Man which we watched oh last, I haven't seen it was very, it good very good it's very good <laughs> not, not really like The Invisible Man because I'm not going to spoil it. it. Sounds a little not bit like, like a little man. It's very good though. All right. Well, 
Well, watch Invisible Man, people. It's very good, actually. Do a good review, review at some point, a review episode, I reckon. Oh, we could branch out onto that. The hell is that? If you can hear it on the podcast, it's not a bottom or a tummy. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a very large vibration. We've got history of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you thought I did it before? Ben has. Oh, oh my god, really? <laughs> but no, even, even better. Because you... I, I, no, the listeners can't hear, but it's like a tiny room, so yeah. the fart is not much air. Oh, I, no, I, did, I, did, I did it first episode about <laughs> 20 minutes in, and he, I think it's a what bike. Fuck is, talk a about bike. criminology, that would kill someone. That was a motorbike. <laughs> no, he, the, what Ben does is he likes to silence the conversation and then fart. Oh. I've done that before. So he said, um, I remember the first, it was first episode, he said, oh, Talking about, I think chocolate bars. He's talking yeah. about like a something about gooey, something, S- something soggy, something sloppy. Something <laughs> <laughs> and speaking and of I, sloppy. I just let it go quiet, and then bang, that was a sloppy one. And then was it on the podcast? Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. my first god, episode, first episode, <laughs> shot in a car, which yeah. wasn't that, several episodes. Shot wasn't the car, best. Yeah. Wasn't the best audio. In the world, but I've done it. I did one on the drunk, drunk on one. You know, as you can see, I'm completely disappointed. I've, I've never farted. N- the audience knowing, no. Oh, oh silent but violent. Covered, covered up in the art That's even worse. I'm, I am completely transparent with my thoughts. Oh, Gretzky yeah, Farron are, are notorious farces. We are big farces in our family. Oh, the other day, we were on the couch and mum was sat in the middle of me and Adam and I burped on one side and then Adam farted on the other and she was beautiful. sat in the middle like, oh. It's a call and response, beautiful. Yeah. yeah it's a good it's communication. It's beautiful. Could be one of Okay, speaking of disgusting think. things. What a <laughs> yeah, got, disgusting things. Bring an, me on to the next. Another disgusting one here. Now, this one is, is similar, is, it's quite similar to the other ones, but I think it's how this guy expands and just in, in, a, in a messed up way, very creative. Who's Did you say creative? Say his, his, ma- his name is Gary Heidnick. He's, a, he's a serial killer, cannibal, and rapist. He really, oh, does, nice. he really does outdo himself here. Right. He, um, he abducted six women and held them in a basement in Philadelphia. And um, which he shared with his long-term friend David. Um, oh, they were abused, beaten, tortured in front of each other. And was David chilling? Fun yeah, that what was David doing? I I don't know. You'd have Netflix. to look that it up. But <laughs> I mean, it's quite hard. No, to when was this? This was. I don't have a year. Oh come on, Adam. Uh, I've got dates here and everything. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, so what what what's so great about this guy? Well, this guy yeah, really um, he. One of them actually died of starvation. So what he did was that's brutal. Um, Not feed them. He um, maybe he got pleasure from watching people suffer. Well, he got pleasure from a few other things as well. What uh. he'd do then is he would get his mincing machine, his food processor, oh, uh, uh. mix it with dog food, <gasps> and he fed it to the surviving victims. <gasps> that's awesome. Blended people, basically. Blended people, minced up people. Like a, I've got an even better one. It's kind of like. Then, kind I wonder like what it would taste like. Though. Human centipede to an human. And if it was cooked. Him. Well, um, th- there's another one. Who actually, who's similar to this, who I'll go into in a minute, who actually describes what humans taste like as well. Oh, yeah. He was this. a cannibal. Yeah, he also cooked ribs and boiled her head in a pot of stove and, <gasps> and marks it as dog food in his freezer. So no We do need a date it. for this, that is mental. Um, this, I'll look it up now. See if you can go look at a date for that. But um, he used electric shock as a form of torture as well. And That's um, cool. I reckon, and yeah, quite bound to you chains. The, you guys um, heard of the water torture? With what, they put the head in the water? No, no, there's one. Or is it the filter in the mouth? No, they've done another. There's another one. It's a weird Chinese one where yeah. they'd get them and just lie in there and they'd just do a let this a was drip of water hit their forehead. Right. Like just a constant drip of water. Right. And then like they'd stop it sometimes. Right. So they'd be like waiting for this drip of, of water to just yeah. drop from the ceiling onto their head. Yeah. And it would just drive them crazy. Oh, really? After a while. Oh, God. This was during the mid 80s. Um, so the span of crimes was from 86 to 87. 
Oh my god. No, and, um, Disappointing. <laughs> it was the American, yeah, he was American. Yeah, it was American, Philadelphia. Electrocute them. And then he'd um, thrown them into a hole and that had been dug in the floor. And so then He must have been caught then for everyone to know it was him. He was eventually caught. Um, so a search, a search warrant, a woman escaped, mm. found a search warrant. So he was quite manipulative, like Bundy. Why is it always a singular woman escapes? Yeah. It's always Good on them for escaping, oh, though. Um, so actually what happened was... They're always, um, they always escape. What she did was she manipulated him into thinking that she was on his side. Right. And she was like, oh, I can I can go out and get some more women for you. Right. Because So she must have... Because I don't taste very good. She, she must have... <laughs> no, she, well, the thing is, he didn't even eat the victims. He made the other victims eat. Uh, he didn't eat them? No, he didn't eat them. He'd so make, he wasn't actually a cannibal? Do you reckon it was like a rejection I think he, sort of he thing? Ate, he ate like, a bit of them, but I think the main bit was that he'd feed most of it to his victims. How like yeah yeah so it's he, something he, that is like severely programmed wrong yeah so he was quite manipulative a, a warrant came round and he was like I have no idea what's going on uh, this is this is just a, f- a friend of mine she's a bit crazy <sighs> warrant went round found the women who were he'd put underneath the floorboards uh, when he knew the warrant was going to come round claimed they they'd been there since he bought the house which obviously wouldn't have happened because they'd be dead. Um, and um, he he then claimed when his execution was announced that you can't execute. You no, know, he said he he wanted to be executed because an execution of an innocent man would stop the death penalty in America. That was his argument. That was good to convince the judge not to kill him. Mm, he still killed him. He still killed. He, he still died. He was kind of crappy. Got, he got. He failed. He got manipulative. He got manipulated. He had a bit of Bundy in him, but. Cannibal. No, he's not, not smart enough. Like he's, a weird he cannibal failed every thing. time. He had he had the manipulation. He he seemed quite charismatic. I don't think his friend David knew about it. Do you reckon though he uh, was kind of lonely? Like he got rejected many times because that's because the case for a lot of things. That's that's the that's how because he that late that girl the girl escaped managed to convince him that she you know wanted to join him quite Sword easily connection. and he wanted to you know he wanted to be part of that. That's, yeah, that's, that's what he was true. Looking for. Yeah, because that. It's quite like Ted Bundy. You wouldn't have fell for that at no, all. No, I think that the lady who escaped with him literally just kind of scrapped with him, and like ran. He like pulled her over in a car park, and she just kind of scrapped him. And From crazy. Bundy. Yeah, I think yeah. So. And yeah. I reckon in that one, she actually just said, "Oh, you know, I want to do it with you." And he, he literally, instead of yeah. engaging brain, went, "Oh, like love interest." Wow. Yeah, Which is weird. I would say that none of that like could be learned behavior because a lot of like psychological studies jargon would say, like go by the behavior learning hypotheses but I would say there's there's not really and then you've got like well I've got notes in here like media and violence but there's no way that you can really learn that behavior from other people yeah, making bird making that's conjured up within his own programmed thoughts he, he's and that's that's what maybe kind of the stimulus could have been maybe him mm. being lonely yeah when he was, was growing up scarily creative as well with his with his um his torture which is what I found the most well maybe he might have seen a bit of missed opportunities he might have yeah. uh, not done what he wanted to do in life yeah. and then he's because a lot of times you, people in create who are, are creative a vast Mis- majority of creative people get just chucked away because yeah. it's not you can't earn money from it it's not it's a bit there's, of a rat there's race, an early it? onset something where there's like um like an internal conflict and there's a thing called um psychosexual development where like something goes wrong within your development and like you have these internal conflicts in your head yeah. and almost those actions are a way of like expressing it because um, you can't suppress the way you're feeling anymore I don't know if that quite makes sense it's kind of yeah. like a psychodynamic thing that suggests something early on in your life has like impacted you 
Yeah. Um, and it's, it's subconscious, you wouldn't even know that it's a thing. Mm -hmm. And it creates these kind of like weird psychosexual desires and, yeah. and things that yeah. wouldn't usually, and that's more it's biological. It's normalized as well, as well, so they don't yeah. see the, the big deal. I think, yeah, I think pretty much every time it is to do with what's happened by nature. So whether it do just be, the person might actually be fucked up. But the in thing the that brain, but also the things the thing planted that, in. The thing that starts it might be like a, just literally a rejection or something like that which will start it but it always will boil Some down. things do sit in the brain for a long time they have to be triggered I by something. I think yeah your behaviours and your thoughts are like a projection of what's going on inside mm. so um, whatever's kind of conjured up inside over however many years comes out in your behaviour and how you feel and see things whether yeah. that be you want to chop up people or not yeah. and that, that's on like any level I'd say but I, I can't see anything of that that would be really learnt. There must be a, a a, a term of confidence as well between people like Bundy and this guy in terms of being able to lie so well mm. as well I find that quite fascinating oh god yeah well Bundy well, this guy didn't learn lie that well did he not he well he, 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 he attempted to lie Bundy was a very good liar I reckon, I reckon he made people fall in love with him like, all he, the time uh, there's no determination whether this guy was a good liar or not but he, he certainly the, the warrants still searched the house as he would if he had a claim like yeah, that yeah but this this guy he um he uh, got manipulated into liking someone else. He's that's not intelligent. Mm. No, that's not. That's no. not intelligent at all. You've got to be fully in control. If you're mincing up people, you've got to know that exactly that guy, what you're doing. If I was in his shoes, not that I would ever be, I wouldn't let anyone leave. Tom Dennis Nash, you've got to be, you've got to be on, it, on the ball to mince yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He works at Bitrice, <laughs> by the way. Who is this? Oh, right. Oh, yeah. no, he, oh he, dad he, gets his meat. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 what? no. <laughs> as soon as I said that, Dennis? I was like, I'm going to carry on saying this. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, <laughs> we have a reputation of a... Uh, Mum and dad don't listen, so it's fine. They don't. They pretend they do. Other family members might do. It might be quite traumatised. Yes. Uh, it's Hello, fine. Ian. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Jess. <laughs> Sad, eh? <laughs> um, no one else understands. No, I have no oh, idea. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm well, just here for the ride, you know? Yeah. Well, although Dennis doesn't get Dad's meat, um, he has. Dad um, doesn't get Dennis's meat. Yeah, it was the other way around. That's the same word. No, it's, it's meat from it all angles. very, very different. I don't want to. Uh, if I'm honest, I've got more questions if it's Dennis. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Right on, mate. For those who don't know, Dennis is New Zealand, so if we do a little Kiwi impression. Okay. Far out. And then um, he did go to a slaughterhouse when he was working at wow. the butchers. He was scarred from that. Yeah. He yeah. What? Did you not know? Dennis had to, part of the shop, he had to go to a slaughterhouse. That's awesome. He hated it. it is was, he, he was like, scarred. does he eat meat though? Like, yeah, he happily? eats meat, but anyone. Because I eat meat happily, but I don't need to see it. I don't want to see it. Yeah. Well, well, I've had chickens like and they've, all, they've been killed by foxes many times. Oh, really? I remember yeah. I woke up. Um, First day we had ch got chickens, and we, it was, we had a chicken run there. First, uh. Th uh, not first time, but new chickens. Yeah. Ten really nice chickens. They laid blue eggs, and I learned that. And it, I, was, it, I think it was like four o'clock. I just had a thought. It, it was quite. It was summer, so it was yeah. light at that time. And I was. I just woke up and just thought. I don't think the chickens are right. First oh night. no! And I walked, I walked into Luke's room out there. It's now my room, but I went. I went to Luke's room, mm. and I look out the window, and I just see a fox standing mm. in the. Uh, a fox standing in the uh, hutch, all the chickens dead around it. Oh. And I ran into Dad's room and went, Dad, foxes just it killed How many did it kill? And my dad was like, you're, you're joking. Yeah. And I went, no, I'm not. And my dad ran out and he went in there. All, not one chicken oh. left. All of them dead though, because that's what foxes do. Yeah, they go in there, they kill them all, then they go grab them. They're murderers so too. Fantastic Mr. Fox. That's, that's a good little happens. circle yeah. round, isn't it? Discussing with chicken 
does make good food, as do burgers. Do you like burgers? Oh, hang on, I was, I was, I was gonna, oh, fi I haven't finished the story yet. Trying to segue there. Uh, set, my, my dad you did can't after say that. segue. My dad <laughs> did after that, he attached the, um, the a chicken to the uh, a dog lead, mm. and he stayed up, and the fox went to grab it, grabbed it, my dad heard it because he stretched it to some bells, and trying to set the chicken, my dad shot the fox and killed it. Oh, really? And then another time, he, he set it up again, and um, our dog Mia, we have a new uh, German Shepherd, nice, and yeah. a baby, a, not a baby, but a younger fox mm. tried to uh, do it, and Mia ran after him because my dad had to let her out, and ran after it, and my dad saw her. She was circling it on the, in the field and killed the fox. Oh my god. Yeah. Did you get any problems now then? Uh, we don't have chickens. Like, oh, I was going to say you've killed all the foxes. But also, <laughs> we did. We did. We have. A, there's a run out. That there, there's a run out there. You'll see. Okay. And nice. you know, you have vegetable hatches in there, but no chickens. Yeah, one, one terrified dog as well. Really? Oh, that's Holly, latest dog. Not yeah, who won't confront to any danger, even if there was one. What Holly? If fox came along, what would Holly do? She'd fuck it up. No, she wouldn't. She's Don't taking down deers. Essentially. Yes. No, she. She's. 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 You always say she's terrified. She would fuck no, it she's up. <laughs> she's terrified. No, no, she's terrified. Uh, fuck you up, mate. She's, she's not terrified, but she's, she's very protective of the house and she doesn't. So yeah. um, you're a new person to the house, relatively. You're not, you're not part of the family. And yeah. you go in there, she'll go, yeah. and then you think, oh, she's on the attack. And then yeah. you'll go up, you'll, go, you'll walk over like, so close to her. And she'll go, fuck, and run away. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So she's like hard that's exterior. That's the impression I get of her. She's, right. she's hard exterior, but uh. scared as shit. Those, no offence to your dog, but those dogs, when you're out and about running and stuff, are quite annoying because they come up to you and they're so loud in your face. Mm. And then you go she's from there, like, she's not loud. She's not oh, loud. Okay. She's not out and about. She will be nosy yeah. to someone, but she's she's a scary. Barking she's, she's scary. She won't bark. She won't. No, she won't. She won't bark to people out there. But at the house, she'll bark. Yeah, protective. That's, that's what we want because obviously, yeah. good yeah. security. The house for mother Just and that. Like Just like Ruffles. Just like Ruffles. Oh. Burgers. Burg yeah, so uh, do that again. Ben, do you like burgers? Yeah, I love burgers. Yeah, yeah, do you like burgers? I do. I've got an interesting story for you about oh burgers. Oh, God. Sort of burgers. Angus beef steak. How dare you say I like burgers and uh, <laughs> not steak which burger? Better not be the woke rebel burger. There is a man called Methany. Oh. Morbidly obese. Shit name. Oh. And has a lot of bloodlust. Oh. A blood loss. Lust. 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 A lust, lust for blood. You've uh, never heard of bloodlust? No, I thought you were just mumbling. No, it's just <laughs> a bloodlust. A blood <laughs> like, come on, Adam, keep it together. Trying to piece together, piece together what a blood loss was. <laughs> no, he had, he, had, he, had, he, had plenty, he had plenty of blood. He was morbidly obese and was uh, committing eight murders back in 1976. Where's he, he from? Um, I gave you the date, Amelia. Isn't that enough? sake, Adam. I gave you the date. One or the other. Um, one but one. in 1995, his most outstanding murder was with um, prostitutes Kathy Ann and Kimberly Spicer mm. to his trailer, stabbing them and strangling them and killing them. Well, but <laughs> he had their blood. He dismembered the corpses oh. to eat later. He'd cut up the meat, put them in Tupperware bowls into the freezer, and then he'd mix the woman's fr f flesh with animal meat and sold it to customers as burgers. Oh, a bit like... Oh. Um, Did he eat it as well? Well, he has tried it, yes. He said, I opened... This is a quote from the killer. He said, I opened up a little open pit beef stand. I had real roast beef and pork sandwiches. They were very good. The human body taste was very similar to pork. If you mix it together, no one can tell the difference. People used to do that all the time back Stonks. in the day, though. Mm. Wasn't it... Um, 
who does the um when jack the ripper no 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 the other guy um who would do your cut in your hair and oh then sweeney todd sweeney todd would sweeney todd. sell your sell the meat on to the local people and mm. was, uh, at the london dungeons they said that Oh, I went, I've never been to London Dungeons. It's a good place. Oh, it's really Tom good. Burnett hasn't go. Hasn't been. Let's go. They they take you through the whole thing, and right. he would like obviously kill his people while they were in the chair, where he was like cutting the hair, and then put mm. send the meat on and be sold as like pork pies and stuff. When was this? Like, what year? Back in Victorian era. Yeah. Is so similar times Jack the Ripper. Yeah, similar time. Yeah, I was. You weren't born. For some reason, I was thinking of barber surgeons. Sweeney Todd was more glamorised, though. He's more of a, you know, they make plays about him and stuff like that. Jack the Ripper was more, he, he felt, when I look at it, he felt like more real. Sweeney Todd doesn't see him. Oh, can I say my, oh, let me see if I can find my Jack the Ripper thing. Keeps it real. I man Jack the Ripper keeps it real. Copycat crimes. Bit of an anecdote for Jack the Ripper. I, uh, I did a. Can I say it first? Yeah, in year six, I um, did a presentation on Jack the Ripper and I dressed up well, as I a. I want to be like. I dressed up as a tour guide and it looked Victorian. Have you never heard the story? Well, I came in I with a little waist with you, so I should have even heard it. I should have known and, uh, it. My mum was like, "I know it would be a good idea, bring in a lamb heart." And what? I brought in a lamb heart, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I know Jack the Ripper. Uh, here's his earlobe, brought in a bit of blue tack." And I was like, "Here's one of the victims' hearts," and everyone was like, "Whoa!" Oh my god! And I dropped the heart, and it bounced. The across heart the table. bounced across the table, and all the kids were like, "Ah!" Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, I think I remember actually telling me that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that makes Have sense. Have you not heard that? I've never heard that. That's a great story. Legendary. It was legendary, and there was like blood stains and all the work. It was quite cool. Shout out to Jane then for that. Yeah, thank you, Mum. That's awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. I didn't. I, I had no. I thought um, in biology when they were like, "Oh, bring in a, a go a next lesson, yeah. bring in a heart, and we're going to dissect the heart, yeah. the pig's heart." And I was just there like, I thought she was. It was Miss Darch. I don't know. Yeah, it was Miss Darch. Cool teacher. Yeah. She always being sarcastic and stuff. She's. Mm -hmm. I think she's definitely got ADHD. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes, without completely a doubt. Completely nasty. I remember oh. she's just talk, talking in a lesson and just goes, "Oh, it's Friday." Get some cake. <laughs> she loves cheesecakes, her favourite. Oh, she's like, I, I love cake. And also, oh, at the end of the test, she was like, oh, when you if you finish the test early, draw me a nice picture of yeah, cheese. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Does she actually mean it? Draw me, well? draw me some cheesecake, and we'll, everyone will draw us some cheesecake. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, oh she, was a, she just went, oh, bring in, a, bring in a pig's heart for the next lesson. Like, just like that, off the cuff. And we were yeah. just like, <laughs> I, I, people obviously knew that people were, because other people were doing it. I was obviously blinkers on, had no idea what was going on. Yeah. And I just had to go, bring in a heart. And I was just like, Nice joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice joke. They all took, one. It literally took a few, uh, a few, uh, like a week later, like a, a few days before it, and uh, which people were like, have you got your heart yet? I was like, uh. what? The thing is, you can get it quite easy, can't you? You can get it like, like the butchers or anything. You just go to butchers, give me a heart, and I go, yeah. yes. Call up Dennis. And, well, sadly, I had a rugby game then on that day, so I missed oh. it. But uh. it was still pretty cool to be. What they do with the hearts when they brought them in? I don't know. I wasn't there. I was playing rugby. You look at the, you I really look at the bench calls and things like that. I didn't know you, you could do that in GCSE. The atria. The yeah. I did do that actually. You, you would have done you that. Could be, do that. You Everyone can actually. So I'm pretty sure. I, I thought it was rats. I was thinking. It's about, the way she was talking about. She was going one between two hearts. So mm. I was just thinking like, make sure you yeah, share. Good one. I was just thinking <laughs> this is a really good check. Should you fully follow him through on it? Out class. You actually, Ben, where are you going to get your heart? Sainsbury's. I was like, maybe Tesco's. What? Yeah, completely oblivious. Uh, which yeah. ones do you have next? Anyway, we're running out of time on this recording because we can only record for an hour at a time. So, ah. yeah. quick break and then we'll come back and talk about more. Beautiful stuff, beautiful stuff. Okay, and if you think that's not bad, I've got the Boston Strangler. Which oh is a, it's your, your typical Strangler, 13 women. Straight back standard. into it. Oh. 13 women, standard, strangle them, ranging at different ages. 
And was that asphyxiation? That was called. Was asphyxiation? Was that? I think that's like a posh word for it. What the strangling? What a fetish for it? No, strangling. no. Oh. I, I, well, I don't know. He like sexually that. assaulted them as well, so I'm guessing that probably played a bit of a role in it. He probably enjoyed a bit of the strangling. Yeah. Oh. Um, and he also strangled them with silk, um, silk stockings. Yeah, definitely I've a fetish then. Mm. He, he definitely enjoyed it. Was he wearing what? Was he wearing? Oh no, he's strangling. He was wearing <laughs> a pair <laughs> of silk stockings. <laughs> he just walks out. He like, should like have been in his stilettos. Just some sexy, sexy uh, <laughs> sax. <laughs> and that was the last thing they saw before they died. <laughs> that would have been disturbing. Some smooth, <laughs> smooth, sexy jazz. He used to do what? He's dressing, no, not strangling, dressing it. He's like have his head leg around the corner, but the dad did not do that. Yeah, he used to do. Oh my god, oh, I don't remember seeing that. I think that was Dennis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he Far didn't out. do that for us. <laughs> Sweet ass, bro. <laughs> uh, but, what the, I mean, as far as the, the crimes go, that's as interesting as it gets. But what is interesting is that um, the ma uh, a man called De Salvo. Um, De Salvo. De Salvo, he confessed to the crimes. He confessed to everything. So it was all me, locked me up, throw away the key. And um, they were like, all right, fair, fair play. Was how connected was he to the thing? Well, this is where it gets interesting. There was no connection whatsoever. And then they realised the DNA details failed to cover his confession. Yeah. Now, like, um, Some so the people killer. actually feel safer in prison. And I know it sounds silly, but they feel... Yeah. He might have been in prison before. And mm. it, for some people, it's easier for them to go in there than live on the outside world. It's quite a suitable controlled environment though, because you have things you yeah. can focus on, you have things you can do, yeah. which is a key thing about being happy, focus on things. Imagine being released into the outside world and having nothing to go for. You'd yeah. much rather go back in. Mm. So that could have been the case. That sort of case there. Sorted out income. It's, it, it, it's very similar to a Darren Brown thing he did. Mm -hmm. If you don't know Darren Brown, check him out. You go down a YouTube oh. spiral for hours. He's got so much shit. He's so mm -hmm. fucking good. Cool guy. He's a fucked up guy. He's quite literally. De the devil. He just <laughs> fucks with people because he can. Yay. He's got a very good ride. He's a magician. <laughs> he's got a very good ride. He's, got a magi he's, he's a magician, showman, psychologist. He studied psychology. Uh -huh. Illusionist. Illusionist, oh, yes. Illusionist, yeah. Um, he, so he's not... They say anything that Darren Brown says he's doing, mm. he's not. He's not. He's not. He's saying he's doing it to distract you from the illusion of what he's actually doing, and usually. Like, I was thinking, oh, no, I was reading into it why... Darren Brown might not be that good, and I was like, oh, maybe he's not that talented. And then mm. I just see another video of him drawing a, so he gets a guy to hold him, and he draws a picture of mm. what the guy's thinking, and then he gets like paint and does that, and yeah. then he tips upside down. It's Elvis Presley, and the guy shouts out, Elvis Presley, mm. uh, that's that way he drew, and then fuck me, that's talent as fuck. But yeah. so back to the back to it. So check out Darren Brown; he's fucking brilliant. <laughs> what he did is he was very interested in those cases where people will own up to a crime they haven't done. Yeah. Mm. Um, so what he tried, to, what he did is he he always gets volunteers to try and do his things, and he he gets them into it without them knowing. Mm -hmm. So he will say that oh we didn't take your thing, and then they wait a half a year, right. and then he'll take them, and then he'll, he'll get them into a situation. This guy was at a, at a, he went to a, like a business meeting sort right. of thing. So they'd met what six months previous? Are you saying? No, they didn't meet okay, at all. No. So he sent in a letter with confirmation that. You know, you can do whatever you want to me, Darren. Okay, oh, I see. So, and then they, mm. they see that, he reads he reads up on them, he studies them, yeah. and he goes, that guy's perfect, he's uh, suggestible, and, he leaves it down and the all line. that. They do and a massive process when they pick them down, don't they? Huge it's process. Like, that's yeah. like my Milli favorite bit millions, of pe bit. millions of people sign up to do, for Darren Brown to do shit to them. Oh. Yep. So, oh, let's do it. it's like nowhere near likely to be them. And they get told, you're not in it. Yeah. And then six months later. Part of it, though. Yeah. Six fucking months yeah, later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And then, um, uh, the, so what happened is he uh, got this guy went to a business meeting uh, in a big hotel, yeah. remote, mm-hmm. and there's a murder. Okay. And it's all legit and stuff like that. And they convince him and stuff like that. And then they, he goes back to his, um, he goes back to his hotel yeah. room to, ch- and he gets loads of civilian messages. It all builds up. Yeah. And he's like, he does they do like play sounds and things like right. that in like word the word play of people of these actors and stuff like that. And all of a sudden it, it ends with the gu- and they like say oh, they mention somehow like there's a police uh, station down the road right. and stuff like that. Yeah. <gasps> and he what he does towards the end of it he gets out he sprints out at the hotel and he goes to the police station That's and he's breaking down in tears and he, he he says he did the murder <gasps> what so it, do they, does he does he does he convince does he convince the guy that he actually so knows Brown, without talking to him himself. without talking to him yeah, yeah. with just subliminal message and maybe a bit of hypnotism um managed to get the guy so they just playing with guilt pretty much just guilt of the but guy have they, does the guy believe he's done the murder or is he just covering well, he's not. So he's not been. So there's not been a killer going. Oh, you got to cover for me. No, he's mm. quite literally him and his thoughts and a few and a few other people just talking like, about the murder. That. that could have been me. Oh, uh, so he's, he's set it up to make it seem like that he thinks he's done the murder. Yeah, legit. it's not yeah. like with a knife or anything like that. He knows. He's very aware of his yeah, actions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows he hasn't killed him. Yeah. 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 But he, it's the guilt that he feels for. You know what's happened. He's like he made him feel so guilty. That yeah. He runs to the police station yeah. and 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 they sit him down at an interrogation table and he says, "Oh, I've." Uh, I did the murder. So is there anything in his head that he thinks he generally could have done it by accident even? Murder or manslaughter? That's what, what what do you mean? Manslaughter is when he unintentionally kills someone. So so he doesn't, the guy, when he's interviewed after, he says, I knew I hadn't killed him. Yeah, okay. But I just, I, I just thought, because obviously, like you yeah, say, it would could, he, could he have yeah. thought it was? He could have been by accident. He might be thinking, yeah. well, I left the door open. Maybe that yeah, could have killed yeah. him. Yeah, something yeah. like that. And he was just playing on his mind. He might have, he might have genuinely at the time thought he would have been abjectly possible to kill him. He but spiraled out. It was bit. mainly just that guilt he felt. Yeah. Um, Garen Brown made him think, and he, uh, yeah, he, he confessed oh. to a murder that he didn't do. He would have need a bit of counselling after that. I think oh, they, they, no, no, you, they always do a claim. Yeah, they, they always do. I know that oh, that's crazy. That's the one where they convince the guy to push him off a roof as well. Yeah, that one's good. That one's on Netflix. Of, so good. I think Netflix have bought all of them, or on Channel 4. But it, Isn't that someone more recently who actually did do that? Who, who got pushed off a building in London uh, recently, and it, they went to court, and um, he pushed him off like a really famous building. Do you not know of that? It was in, it was in the no. news. Was it a legit pushing? Yeah, it was a legit pushing, and he just was like, I can't remember why he did it. It was a recent thing, anyway. It was That's an actual so cool. push, and someone like died. And then you've got the my favorite one's the apocalypse. That one's good, convincing guy. Entire well, set. Is oh my god, I think I saw that. Darren yeah. Brown has done yeah. everything possible in TV. Yeah. He's mm. he um, favorite one for people to start on. I'd say is Trick or Treat. What's that one? It's a TV show based around people volunteering, and then he he confronts them in the street. Uh, or anywhere, and like someone's gone to the dentist, and what he does is he, when, when the guy goes does the X-ray, oh. um, he goes up for the X-ray, and then he presses the X-ray, and it goes red, yeah. and there a man walks in and goes hello, <laughs> <laughs> trick or treat, pick a card, and he turns it around in a secret, and the guy picks trick or treat, mm. and they, and it, it, you see trick. There's one that's it's, it's trick, and you're like oh shit, oh, music man. swells and that, and then and then Darren Brown walks out, it goes white again, and then the dentist walks back in and goes and so so this is the X-ray. Oh and all my that. god! In, yeah. They intertwine it completely, and the guy, and then about six months later, there's one where the girl is driving along, yeah, and they hypnotise her while she's in the car somehow, yeah, and then they they made a full-on scale replica of her ah. beforehand. 
put the car like stage a crash. Oh yeah, I think I have heard of this line. And and they they stand her outside the car, looking at a full-on replica of make herself. Her feel like she's dead. And she's outside of her body. To make it look like she's and they get actors to blank her. Yeah, and cry. And uh, and they get, yeah, and they get like a police thing and all that and. It, oh, it's fucking brilliant because oh. she thinks she's dead and she's looking at her That's body. That's awful to do that. To yes, yeah. Darren Brown is playing. God, he's also done where he's. Uh, That's awful. He also does one where he um, where he does a, he makes a guy convinces a guy he's a ventriloquist girl, doll. Oh my god! That's I need to go back good. and see. This. I saw this a lot when I was younger, Surely but all on we Metro. haven't seen that recently. So Trick or Treat is all on uh, Channel Four. Um, all the clips are on YouTube. I think we should do a because I don't know any, all of them. Netflix? So we could do a whole thing dedicated to just Darren Brown. I think that's yeah. awesome. Oh my god, I'd love that. Yeah, so yeah. so good art. Um, yeah, just loads of things like that. Yeah, let's do one. Do one on Darren Brown. I like that. So we got yeah. So we, we'll come back to Darren Brown. That reminds me of the uh, loads of awesome ones. Another great segue. Is uh, the, the Stanford? See, this is what I'm the one saying Segway. Yeah, you just because you, you said right. Segway three times this episode. Segway. I know because now I've got Segway. it. Segway. Now I've got Segway. It, now I've got it stuck in my head. So now that's the only way I can. I want it Segway. Tell me why <sighs> you can say okay. Segway. Now with this Segway, go. <laughs> I really like that movie, Stanford Prison Experiment. Have you seen the movie? Yeah, I have seen, seen the movie. And even more fascinating. Where was the segue? Because we were discussing experiments on humans, psycholo psychological ah, experiments. Here we and go. It, it links okay. in quite well. Okay. And yeah. that's, so that's when they obviously, you've got the notes. I feel like if it was anyone in the podcast says segue, they have to explain why it's a segue. You can't just throw out the word segue. Or, 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 or it just has to be very blatant. I guarantee yeah. you, though, in the total count of the podcast, you've said it way more times. Of course, I've said it at least once, a once an episode. Yeah, I said it probably correctly. Sorry, guys. Okay. Let yourself down. Carry Let the on. Team down. We're watching. Anyway, so that was when obviously it was a college, you know college students experiment. All good and well. Basically, it was supposed explain to the, explain was, the. It was supposed to reflect the human human nature. Being, yeah, but what was the experiment? It, well, it was to do with you know one people one group of people played the role of the police officer. You had the role of the people being the prisoners, and it would basically play out prison guards. They were told prison that they can create their own rules. It was in it was in a it was in the, the basement, basement of the guy's house of Stanford University. Or Stanford. Uh, yeah, 20, so. Back in the day when it was fine to do shit like that. Yeah, yeah, awesome. you can do whatever you want. Twenty. No oh, ethics to that. Like, where's the health and safety? It was That's twenty. Was 20 no ethics. Twenty-four. Back then. Twenty. Well, forty-eight in total males, and it was split. Mm. It was quite. Cool. They had shifts that they'd swap over. I would love to see them do it with females. That'd be awesome. Just female, female only. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I would all and then a, and then a mix because I would. It could yeah. have been a, a yeah exactly. A was it just ma males? Just males. Just males this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was it was to test the roles of human dominance and being submissive as well. well see, you see what happened as well. Just to see what happens. Desensitisation. Basically, they took it way too far, and they basically they just created maybe a bit of a, a god complex or something like that. They just felt a lot of power. And a great lot episode, Doctor. Who. Great episode, Doctor. Who. Um, right. Anger, um, and they just felt they they felt the status. And they, so what they happens? Take it, they take it out by de-individualizing someone. So they took away everyone's names and gave yes. them numbers. Yep. So you were prisoner nine. You were mm. prison officer you by one. Name. You were given, you know, the um, uniform. Prison officers were given glasses to cover their face. Mm. They were given outfits to de-individualize yeah. them. So the more and more you take away. The like it's like putting someone in a uniform. You're taking away their personality. Mm. So like, Characteristics you know, gone. taking away that shirt from you and putting on something that's just standard. That's like a very Adam shirt. If that makes sense. Do you know oh, what yeah. I mean? Lumberjack. Yeah. <laughs> I love the lumberjack. But taking those things away, the more you take it away, the more you can see that you can become anyone you want. So the prison officers, after a few days or not long, started to conform 
to how they think a prison officer should act, Which, not how they would act. Mind mm. you, it's not how they should act. It was more in films and stuff. Yeah, saw. what they think. I don't. Yeah. And the prisoners too, the same, were get struggling, rebelling a little bit, trying to push the boundaries because that's what they thought they should be doing. And it I escalated, and it had to be stopped on day six. I never thought it was them fulfilling a role that they thought they should be filling. I thought it was them taking advantage of the opportunity of being someone more dominant. Yeah, that's someone their friends, that they're, that's not. They're their they wouldn't sit back and go, what would a good police officer do? No, subconsciously, yeah, yeah, you get into that role. Honestly, you do. Uh, going off course, I'm, I'm at a school. I work in a school um, actually every day now. Oh, God. And mm. you end up, <laughs> I end up just going, listen to myself. I'm like, I'll say things that a teacher would say. And I'm like, yeah. who do I think I am? I'll be like, you know, tuck your chair in. Yeah. You know, um, who do you like? How old do you think you are? Seven. Well, like your age then. Yeah. And you say stuff that teachers <laughs> yeah, say, wow. and you're like, oh my god. And you get start in the corner. To, whip time. Like, <laughs> time out. Like the little children, you go, I'm not happy. Whip. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you really <laughs> I was just talking. Oh. Time out. <laughs> <laughs> we put the crayons back. <laughs> We don't do that. But you start doing things that teachers do. You're like, you know, not happy, da-da-da. Um, yeah. I'm not impressed. Um, I see what you mean, but you're point. still being a good teacher. My point is, these guys weren't being good police officers. Yeah, I know, but that's because I'm I'm still me there yeah. kind of thing. I'm conforming to a teacher role. I wouldn't do that in everyday life. I wouldn't tell people to tuck the chair in and, and do things everyday life. But you're conforming to the role. Yeah. And when you're in the uniform, I think the glasses, everyone was given sunglasses that were blacked out, all the yeah. prison officers. So you couldn't see their eyes. It's much easier, again, you can go onto social media after this, to be horrible to someone when they can't see yeah. you. Mm -hmm. And that's what was happening, was you know, you, you're getting away with the odd comment, because mm -hmm. you're not really connecting to them with the eyes anymore. Yeah. That reminds me of a, um, we'll come back to the prison one, there's more to be said, but that reminds me of the Darren Brown one, he right. called Remote Control, something like that. And they, uh, they had a, it was like a TV show, mock, mock TV show, but yeah. it's obviously fake. And um, they get a big audience of about a few hundred people, maybe more, and they all wear. They all had a remote control, and they could the live screen of a guy. Only it was an actor, but they thought it was a real guy, a guy mm. in real life, and they could pick horrible things to happen to him, mm. and they could, a horrible thing or a good thing. Mm -hmm. mm. And every time they picked a horrible thing, wow. every time, and it ends with it, one of the things going wrong. So him getting robbed, uh. and mm. it ends with him. Uh, it actually ends with him getting uh, like accidentally run over. Right. And okay. all of a sudden, it's like shit, because they're all wearing a mask. Yeah. And they're all conforming to doing the bad thing because yeah. that's what they want to do. And then he reveals, reveals like, you're again. a fucking idiot. You've yeah. just done You become emotionally blunted. It's so much easier to be horrible to someone that you can't see. Do you think that reflects a certain aspect of human nature? Do you think there's a part of us oh. that want others to suffer? Yeah. Oh, What's oh, the yeah. reasoning behind that, do you think? Uh, the, uh, I think the whole, the whole reason for knife crime being so... Not the whole reason, but one of the reasons would be hierarchical. So if, mm. you're, if you've got very, very rich people and very, very poor people, the poor people don't are, uh, to them, at the bottom of the hierarchy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then, so the only way they can, and guys, especially guys, thirst to be at the top of the hierarchy. Um, it's very alpha. Where we are, yeah. current, like, in the educational thing, it will be more pushing to be the best. You can do that, but if you're poor and you're not that smart, you have nothing else to be, you know, hierarchy tough. And that for not less, as a whole, less attractive mm. to females, and in general, so you're a failure. So mm. what they do is they will, they'll fight, and they will feel like if by stabbing that person, it might you know boost their, boost their res not even respect, but like at least to be a bit more of a. Mm. That that is one of the reasons why knife crime is well, fairly high. It's just evolutionary competitive nature, though. Yeah. Goes for anything. Yeah. yeah. You kind of don't want to see anyone do. You don't want to see them too worse off, but you don't want to see them do better than, than you. 
Um, and that, that's what happens throughout. And I think that's what happened in the prison experiment. Mm -hmm. I reckon that authori authority as well, being given authority. And that's when I go back to the teacher thing, being given an authority. Mm. Teachers aren't horrible. I'm, I don't think I'm a horrible teacher. But when you get given an authority, yeah. you do act a certain way because that's like your responsibility now. Yeah. And that's what the officers were definitely doing too far. I reckon it started with, with the prisoners acting up mm. because especially with males yeah. in the mind, they, may not take it they don't like, they don't they don't like be being down. told what to do. No. Especially by your mates. Like girls as well, but it's it, guys especially. Mm -hmm. it's oh, when they can eat, when they can go to the yeah. toilet. It was controlled. And I think actually there weren't many rules given and the rules were created by the prison officers. Mm -hmm. So when the prison officers started delegating out the rules, I bet the prisoners were pretty miffed off. Yeah, they were, they were well, fuck you, I'm not doing that. It's also oh. like they're your mates as well. So those people that are originally your equals, and then yeah. you're, you're being given, you've been given the separation. There you go. Yeah. And um, it's just a bit of a and also when you're locked in an environment, even let's say being locked in this cabin for a, a, a day, by the end, I've done that before. Too, <laughs> yeah, for the end of the <laughs> day, <weird. laughs> that's like your world. You're like you're not, you can't see outside. You can't see. Oh, that's my mate. You're actually just stuck in this little. Um, Scene. Time mm -hmm. also goes not real. They yeah. Did, um, a guy called uh, Michael Stevens, the guy on Vsauce. Check oh, yeah. him out, Mindfield, on a mm. his, his YouTube Red series. It's for free at the moment. Vsauce is great, and he d he did an experiment where he locked himself in a white room. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fully white room, very bland. Yep. No books, no nothing, just food. Mm -hmm. And he. Uh, he started doing exercise and actually going quite well. His mm. mental was doing well. He, uh, he learnt the uh, alphabet backwards off by heart and yes. things like that. He was doing mental things, the mm. things you should do. He was doing very well. But all of a sudden, his sleep patterns, he'd be sleeping less. Yeah. And then, and then he, he, thought, he thought on the second day, so you, you know, he, he did it for three days mm. straight, nearly went crazy pretty much. And on the f I think it was at the end of the th like first, it was halfway through where he thought he was finished. Yeah, mm. yeah. And he had a day and a half to go. Yeah. A book I've always wanted to read is a thing called The Joker Diaries, which was done by Heath Ledger when he was preparing for his part for The Joker. Rest in peace, Grant. When he was preparing his oh, part. Oh, he did. Yeah, so I was going to say that. When he was preparing his part for The Joker, he locked himself in a hotel room for, I believe, three months. I heard it was, yeah. Around, around like that, a long amount of time. Yeah. And that was the opposite of what this guy was doing. He was trying to make himself more, more crackers. And that. <laughs> crackers? Crackers. Just to, just to see what it's like to completely have that isolate. It's almost having an isolated mindset. So uh, we're, we're, moment, we're touching on different things. We've got yeah. hierarchy. We've yeah. got um, uh, conformity. Desensitisation. Yes. Emotional blunting. Yeah, we've got loads of things. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, yeah. How does that work? A lot of people get a satisfaction from testing, seeing how far their mind will go as well. I'm sure as an actor, Heath Ledger was probably diving into that as well. Yeah. I'd personally be quite interested to see how insane I could go. Yeah. I'd love to see. I, I would, because then you know who you really are. Well, I, I've always, I've always wanted. To, I've always, I've been watching SA Who Dares Wins. Oh yeah, we do. Uh, I've yeah. all, I love it, and I've always wanted to do the physical side. I knew it would be f hell, and I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd give, me, give me a year or side. give me a year or two of, of training to do that to yeah. train for that, and then I'd love to see the mental side. Yeah. Like you, could in the the men you could argue though, what the SAS guys would say, the mental side is the biggest bit. Oh, it is yeah. the biggest bit. That's what I'm saying. Getting I would like to see that. if I've got metal to do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'd like the um, the sickener that one gets me. Is where Which one's the sickener? So the sickener is when it's at the start of the process right. and they just start doing shit. So yeah. they go to go crawl. Mm. Okay, now you've done that. Okay, do the do this fucked up assault course where you go through a tube where you've only got that much air, like not much oh, air to breathe out. Go through that and then and then you start doing press ups. Press up position, literally just holding a press up position. Yeah. Plank, yeah. sit ups, all Holding that. a rock above the head and stuff oh, like that. Yeah. And yeah. then you've got the they, buckets, don't the stop, logs. they don't stop giving them tasks to do until four recruits drop out. Yeah. Mm. That one I'd like to That's see because 
plays with your mind so much. You're thinking, imagine getting like me. A, a little rock in your shoe. Yeah. And you're thinking, a rock in my shoe. Yeah. Ooh, that, that's that's starting to hurt my foot now. That's starting to yeah. really fucking hurt. Yeah. That's an excuse. That's an, I can use but that excuse. Also knowing that you could drop out and it could be over yeah. whenever you want it to be. And you can use it. You can and you start to think of excuses like yeah. you might have accidentally like. You might have twi- you might have gone down a step or and think I could go down here I could yeah. fall on the floor and it would l- but obviously to us on the TV it looks like they've done that on purpose yeah yeah, yeah. but oh. to them they'd think I could pull this off and yeah it's about time as well though if you don't know when it's going to end it's yeah. going to go continue it's yeah, like yeah oh, that's what plays with your mind if you take a, let's say a four hour shift at work and your boss comes up to you and goes oh you got you actually get to have got a six hour shift you're like shit. But if you go into it thinking you've got a six-hour shift, mm. you're going to have a laugh. Well, you can, see the, yeah, you can it's see the end. It's all about the end inside. Not, not knowing the end, you don't know how far you're going to go. Mm. It's like, tell me I've got a 1500 to run in PE. I'll be like, fucking hell. Oh Let's God, do I it. Love a yeah. yeah, well, I'm, I've never liked cross-country. Mm-hmm. Fucking hated it. <laughs> Chun before and after the race. It's definitely not cross-country. <laughs> I think I think the thing that would always get to me is the, the back was falling into the river. I could never do it. I, 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 well, I, no I'd, I'd love to do it. Every time, don't look down. Like with every Obviously, I've never done it. But every time I've watched it, the people that do it walk straight up, down. You don't yeah. watch someone else do it. Mm-hmm. You don't look down. No. You walk up, turn around, and fall. I wouldn't look down, I, I get, I'd still have a little I, not look. I've always been scared of it, but I, I've seen to have built up a way of just going, fuck it. Yeah. Like I've, I've, okay. I see there's a scar on my yeah. forehead. Oh, you're the one that did that? Bike went into yeah. my face. No, no, you know, he's not, he's not Joe Mans. No, I'm not, not, no, 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 didn't suck in the park car. Oh, right. It's a different, it's a different day. No, no, Joe no, Mans no, did no, it hit your head though, the handle. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 no, yeah, I know about that one. The pedal, yeah. So I, that jump there, I was completely out of money. I was just like, that's fuck, look how deep, look how steep that is. And I just thought, yeah, I'm going to regret it if I don't do it. And I'll, and part of it was thinking, part of it was thinking, I like to chat shit a lot of the time. If you can't notice me, I like to chat shit a lot of the time. So I was just like, I'll do it. And then I was like, I've got to do it now. Yeah. I can't look. I can't look weak. I've got to do I've it. Got and video. I, he goes down. He goes, "Let's fucking go!" Oh my and in, god! In midair, he goes, "Shit!" Oh my <laughs> god! But no, no, the shit wasn't. Oh fuck! It's going to go. It's not going to plan. Just the shit, adrenaline. The shit was more. Oh, shit. I'm fucking doing it! And Mental. then I, yeah. I, I sat on the saddle as I did the jump, so I just flew over the handlebars. Yeah. Ages in front, and then I looked back, and bike hit me. I, and also going to uh, what's the big inflatable thing we did? Oh. Uh, the, the one at the water place. Amelia, water, yeah. Amelia went there I as went well. there. The, the water assault that course place. Awesome, and yeah. that's I was doing the full back. Thing. Oh, were you? Oh, yeah, you've, nice. got, you've got to try it, and yeah. um, I, off the really big iceberg yeah. thing, you just yeah. <gasps> just did, you? did it. Uh, did Huge. It. Did, you, did you slap your neck? Uh, I just get scared of like just whipping my neck on the way down. I did face, but it, it does. The, the, for, do me, it for me, for me, yeah, the, for oh. me, the glory of doing it. Of saying I've did I've done that is is worth it. Yeah. Oh, you I did it by that. standing or sitting? I did it sitting yeah. a few times and then I tried a standing one on a, on a lower one. Uh. I did the lower. I did it, oh. but I did over rotate and it got me right in the face. I just but can't it was fine. Yeah. I did it. You were there, Amelia. Have I told you a story when I went to Guildford Spectrum? Oh, that was no. brilliant! <laughs> Fucking brilliant, brilliant, brilliant moment. About year nine, year ten, okay. going to Guildford Spectrum. Right. Off the diving board. Right. Which one? It was middle. I th- it was middle. middle. He, I was, <laughs> we're I at the bottom. We're at the bottom, and we, we just I was hoping you'd, you'd just take the larger one there, just the back there. You'd been <laughs> on the, you'd been on the top. We, you'd already jumped off the top. Oh, one, well done. And you you were loving life. I had a. I do have a little fear of jumping from heights. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Like Fucking it. beautiful. I think I've conquered it now after going to that w- the the iceberg. You stupid! So he really now, jumped off the top board. I tried to do a front flip, Amelia. What? He's not a front flip. He turned to us and went, "Boys, because he'd just been off the low, the smallest one, did a front flip as well. So he'd done the top one and done a front flip for the small one, and he's also jumped yeah. off the medium one at the start. And he's just gone, boys. 
got this. Oh my <laughs> god. I'm going like Boys. Did you flop? Boys. Uh, belly flop. I, I jumped off. Touched for some You've got more air to it's do it, the flipping as well. Start, you still it, it started off really well. I was going down head first. No, it, it was wasn't. Really good. No, no, I started off head first. I, I, it happened. I know what happened. I went down head first, regretted my decision, and then realised going down head first, I should probably switch out. I then flat out like that. So I'm now flat out oh. star in a starfish position. Uh. Yeah. I eat stomach red. Lifeguard comes up to the side. You all right, mate? Whole swimming pool was oh damn it! Uh, <laughs> whole red front in pain oh. for it. I'd say about a good day. Oh, oh my god! You stood there feeling sorry for yourself at the side for the whole rest of it because you, well, you it, it hurt. It looked fucking painful. What happened is, from, from an external point of view, yeah, he went oh I'm gonna jump it. And I was like Adam, you're not gonna, you shat yourself to do the top one. You're not gonna do a front flip. Mm. I'm never gonna do front. I, I know my limits. I've, I've 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 had bikes in my face. I know when. I've had and bikes I, in my face. I even, and even even jumping off that and doing a front flip, that's too much for me. I'll, I'd need more, a little bit I'd more I'd never practice. done a front flip in my yes. life. Yes. Right. And this man just goes, yeah, I'm going to do a front flip. And I was just like, and to me, I wasn't taking it serious. I thought, fully well thought he was just going to jump. Anyway, Danger zone, I see baby. my man get a lot of height off the springboard <laughs> and he tucks. You tuck. <laughs> he tucks. And I'm going, I've gone. He's not he's not rotated at all really. He ro for me he rotated ninety degrees. Okay, in your head you rotated more than you actually did. For me he rotated yeah. ninety degrees, but it's obviously he's he's looking down at it. So yeah. to me <laughs> him he looked like he was going head first. Yeah. He wasn't going head first, he was going scrunched up in a ball, <laughs> slightly <laughs> rotated. So it looked like we were I went fucking hell. <laughs> he's not gone for a summer he's gone for a fucking bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Mad respect to this guy, he's going for a bomb. <laughs> I think my aim was to do a a tuck front flip. That yes, one. and then and then, oh, and then you get open to talk up. about it as if you know the technicalities of how to jump. Yeah, but you can still you can. You no, can no, he had it. He had it. I know what I know what I was going for. Well, he was, do it. What it looked uh, like though is he jumped, tucked, slightly rotated a bit, and he's going towards it. I'm going fuck me. He's actually doing a bomb instead. Fucking brilliant. Go, <gasps> and then just before he hits the water, he just goes, opens up. Oh god. <laughs> oh, the worst thing you can. No, oh, I've never been one for that. You've not. It's not in the genes. I don't. Yeah, no, I've never. That is. I definitely play. I've got a bit of Jane. Jane and me that when it comes to heights yeah, and stuff like, like that, that. hesitation no, and stuff hilarious. like that. Yeah, I, try, I, said, like, I try and fight it. We've discussed it every time. It you sometimes. go up, don't look down, get it done, and then it's nah, fine. And then you sometime, get the rush. Sometimes. I've gotten better with my heights. I've, I'm I've, good now. I've got, a, I've got a knack now for testing myself, just looking down and and, and going. Would kinda, you jump out of a plane? Oh yeah. I would also. I would like to. I would also like to dwell on it. Like. Uh -huh. I'd like to, I'd, I'd like to yeah, down fully down look down and just be like, ooh, 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 I um I, I wanted to do a double. I wanted to try a double one, mm. and oh, so geez. I got double bounced uh -huh. up in the air. Did a one one flip, and then I was coming around. To, I was I was coming around to sort of do the second one. Landed on my knees, and oh. the whole shot went through the body, and the neck kind of jolted. Oh no! I and I, mm. it just felt like pain, like loads of bee stings in the mm. neck. I've landed just, around there before, and I'm just there like that. Oh. Yeah. And then I, I don't think I've done a backflip since. I've never done a front day. or backflip ever since. St. Lawrence, Mr. Irwin, at gymnastics club. I could do front roly-polies. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't And he do made that. me do a backwards roly-poly. And in the backwards roly-poly, I remember he helped me go into it. And I think I cracked my neck. And I've never, ever done a flippy kind of thing again because it scared me. you got to try Tom it. Tom Burnett yeah. tried to teach me to do on the trampoline, but I had a few drinks. It didn't really go that well. 
just you just got you just got to go for it. I'm never gonna. Tr I'm, ne I'm never gonna. Tr I don't think I'm gonna really tr unless it's on a big proper trampoline. But I'm not really gonna try to do a backflip on a trampoline. I'll, mm. I do it into the pool. I try my best oh, to do a backwards. I love diving in. When was air hop? You did it, didn't you? I did things. Yeah, I was doing sort of out there things. I was. Tr yeah. I was trying to do things. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm always <laughs> I was doing the things. I was always willing to try. Did you but do it though? What a backflip! Yeah. Oh no, I yeah. did a sort of backflip. You saw it. It was good. Yeah. It was goodish. It was on camera. Did no. you not see me do a backflip? I didn't. <laughs> oh no, it was into the pit, by the way. Okay, okay, that's fine then. I was not going to do a backflip flat on the trampoline. Fuck that. <laughs> and even then, when we were trying to do the wall run, I was still not necessarily backing myself. I just thought, fuck it, go for it. I, I remember you were there when we had the, the wolf guy at Air Hop. Wolf dog. We went, one time we went to Air Hop. Yeah. Uh, we don't go to Air Hop often, but we, we, we went, Air Hop? went there spontaneously one you day. You don't go to Air Hop? Nope. That's quite cool. You've got to go Air Hop. I will go, but where is it? Guilford. Yeah, it's oh, just like it's a massive trampoline park. Yeah, I would now. To be fair, I probably didn't before because I was running so much. But I, I would now. But there was a, there was this guy. It's great for fitness. If you're if you're if you're doing the dodgeball. Yeah. yeah. Hurt me. Well, it's not as good now. But they used to have trampolines oh, on the walls in the dodgeball area, oh. and there was this one guy that you could tell trained there every single day. He had a little <laughs> team with him. Oh. And we went to go and play, and you'd walk in. He was like this really long-haired emo sort of guy. Yeah. You'd walk in, and I remember you were. Were you there? Can you rent it out time. to play a game or something? You can't rent it out, but there's not many people in there. Okay. If you go at particular times, you'd literally launch it, speed of light, smack uh, you in the face, and he'd, he'd run up the walls and do backflips oh and God, just try and chuck it. He had an Instagram dedicated to his dodgeball. And, and he was there on his own with a bunch of kids. Oh, he had another guy. He had a friend that oh, okay. he had friend. He had friends with him. It's a lot of adults there. It's not a kid's place. Like, you get groups of, well, like, you get you do get sizable groups of, like, 14 to... Okay. Mm. To twenty year olds, really. There's so a lot of people. Going there. Look, we went there. If you go there on a Friday evening, there's a lot of like twenty year olds. Older people. There. Yeah, yeah. Not old. I made, made, a, made a little friend. I am twenty six. Trying to make him jump across the thing. I'm middle aged, really. Middle aged. I wouldn't say what. Middle aged. I feel it. Nowhere you're not, near you're middle aged. That's not. That's, um, true. that's about in my thirties. Will be forties about middle aged. Is it? Forty to fifty. Forties middle aged. Yeah. What am I? Like 40 to 50 you're is so young. Okay. That's slap bang middle age. You're in, your, you're in your mid 20s, Amelia. Actually, I no, I'd say, like I'd, say up to, up to, I'd say you remain, you only become elderly, well, not even elderly. Elderly? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about being middle age. You only become elderly about 70s, 65 onwards, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm not really sure. I think our parents have something to say about that. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Dad. 70s. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd, <laughs> say, I'd, say, I'd say 70s is He's about elderly. You're not getting pasta carbonara anymore. Yeah, never had pasta carbonara. He's not seventy yet. You've heard about it. Though. A few years. I've heard about it. Oh. Have you had a pasta carbonara? No, I've not. Oh my god. Jane makes. Basically, it's not pasta carbonara. What goes in it. Any meat with oh, it? Oh, creme fraiche. Creme fraiche. Shitloads of creme fraiche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goes with it. Bacon. Bacon. Mushrooms. Courgettes. Parmesan cheese. It's really nice. Is oh. it just carbonara? Or does it come with soda or a piece? What? Some people do that. What? Some people do that. What the fuck? <laughs> You have not carbonara, or you're not coming around. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it works in our house. Some people do that. I remember when we also have eaten this uh, without without the strawberries. <laughs> it's basically just meringue and ice cream without the strawberries and the double cream and the double cream. We have double cream with it. It's it's like got no colour in it at all. It's just white sugar in a bowl. That that sounds brilliant. Yes. My, one of my favourite things to make is a uh, ice cream, peanut butter, syrup. Put it together. You need to go and hang out with you. Were never, you were never there, but Ben came round once and we oh. put every fanning thing you can imagine Whoa. into your mixer. Oh. <laughs> what? And then we just mixed it around. So what? We cleaned it out. Oh, you better have We done. cleaned it out really well. But we put everything, we just put, what did we bring? So I went, uh, so you were like, oh, Ben, you want to take, you want to taste the legendary cheesecake? And I was just like, fuck yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> fuck yeah. Right. I've got an idea. Cheesecake and milkshake. Okay. And so on the way, I stopped at the car. 
and uh, I got myself, I got, I got some like a, you know that stuff they put in millionaire shortbread. Yes. You get that in tins. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh nice. I got that. Yeah. I got that stuff. Yeah. I got um, I got salted caramel uh, sauce. Nice. Yeah. Ice cream, flakes, ripples. And you bang that into a, you bang that into a, uh, a blender or whatever. Nutribullet, if you're, mm -hmm. if yeah. you're classy. So I have, I have this, the Nutribullet X. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. And uh, you, 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 you zhuzh that up. You well, it was amazing. It was actually you, you take beautiful. a sip and you yeah. go, whoo, and diabetes literally hits you in the face. Mm. No one else wanted it. It was just you and me. We were just sitting there drinking it. Who else was there? About fewer four, people. Four other people. It was a very off-the-cuff thing. It was very yeah. spontaneous. Yeah, it was, it was me and you over there for cheesecake and milkshake, and you're like, oh, I might as well invite other people as well. Mm -hmm. A few other people came over. No one. They literally just sat there watching me and you eat cheesecake. <laughs> and I bet it's amazing cheesecake. cheesecake. It's good. almost cheesecake season again. Is it? Is yes. What is the no, season? Cheesecake season Summer. is all, all year round, mate. I crept my own what cheesecake What a nice season. one in the winter. Or oh, would you have a chocolate fudge cake in the winter? Winter. Oh, nice bang. Apple uh, crumble, a, a, a nice chocolate brownie, warm chocolate brownie, fudge brownie, oh. yeah, kind of thing. Mm. This is good. With ice cream, we're talking about go to, like go, <laughs> go to Weatherspoons, three pounds, ice cream, hot brownie. Are you part of the Spoon Scoons Club? Am I eighteen? I don't know. No, he's not. He's not eighteen. Oh my god! But when he, when we go in the day, no, fuck, fuck you. I only go. I'm only going to go Spoons when I'm eighteen. Oh, fair enough. Right. Well, when are you eighteen? July. Oh, latest July. And Bembo as well. July. God, it, it is unfortunate. No, members by then. Bembo's August, mate. Oh, that is unfortunate. Yeah. I, I probably won't have a chance to go oh, to that app to Guildford for Spoons. I'll go to Guildford Spoons with you. Well, maybe not Guildford Spoons. I'm talking maybe Spoons on the way to oh, festivals. Oh, you'll finish your exams though. So that'll be quite good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time to enjoy it when when you're allowed to when your exams are done. I would say I quite literally am alcoholic. I do. I drink a fuck ton. I'm not, by the way. If you're, oh no, I'm not an alcoholic, but like. Uh, yeah, nothing like a good brownie to get you going in the oh, morning. Oh, goodness. Oh, yeah, you did. You put brownie in his tea once. Do you like the taste of it? I love brandy. Oh. You put, you put it in your tea, didn't also you? Also, yeah, sometimes. Oh, I can't it's drink for anything. It's also a good better in a coffee. Um, it, it, it's nostalgic as well because we, uh, that was the only spirit I had in the cupboards uh, for, before Tide of the Creator, so I just oh, bought yeah. that. I bought a whole, uh. thing of, a whole thing of brandy and we did that quite nice. Oh. That's, good. That's a good night. It's good. And it was. Like pins and needles run there. It wasn't. It wasn't sort of like it was just sort of nice, sort of just relaxed, sort of. Uh, yeah. Drive. And then do you drink brandy? No. If Ben has brandy, I'll have brandy. Oh my god. I'm more of a whiskey Jaeger kind of guy. Uh, um, I, don't I like love alcohol, whiskey. Whiskey's bang. You don't like alcohol? I drink to get drunk, not for the taste of alcohol. I don't Ooh. like the taste of alcohol. Uh, I'm now in the stage of of taste. Uh, I'm, oh. However, I'm not. I'm not, start wine I'm not old enough. I'm not old enough to be primarily beer. So okay. I'm still in the cider phase. I don't like it. But I'm also like, I also do like Corona at the moment. Okay. So I'm, get, I'm building, I'm building. Mm. Some of our friends get drunk. Some of our friends. What's your drink of choice to get drunk then? Vodka. Anything. Vodka? No, literally like anything. I don't have knowledge on alcohol because I don't drink enough. Oh. I literally, so the last uh, night out I went on, everyone was having like white wine because it was a Christmas day. So I just had the white wine <laughs> and I had too much white wine. All the white wine. And I chundered all over Dorking High Street. To be fair, I chummed down Leatherhead Ice Street, but that wasn't for drinking. No. That was when we went to, you know, the Brazilian restaurant up in Leatherhead, where you can all you can eat food. Yeah, keeps around. I was ill for that. You, oh, you, you didn't come, did you? No. I would have probably, won I, I would have, I would not have given up, and I would have it probably chunded then and there in the restaurant and let other Why people. Why did you chunder? Basically, we played a game. You know, it's a green card, red card. Yeah. Green card, they'll continue serving you. Oh red no. card, you don't. Twelve, about, I'd say about ten to twelve of us all sat around the table. I wasn't there. Yeah, you weren't there, but. You, make, you feel awful like, off that amount of meat. Yeah, I, no I, one has. The thing is, no one can tip over their red card, and it's the and it's the last person to drop out. Right. I was about fourth. Okay. So, was, would you, so you go until you're literally spent. 
until you, until you, you physically you can't card, anymore. When you mm. tip, tip your red card over, you can't tip it back. Mm. Which you wouldn't want to anyway, because you can okay. be dangerously full. You can't, can't poo. Sam pooed. Oh my god, you can't poo. That's oh Sam my god, came you're Sam came back busting. and was like, Sam, did you poo? And he was like, because yeah. <laughs> the meat needs to thing, come out. I couldn't go to that because I woke up that morning knowing full that was going to happen that night, and I woke up that morning and I went to the toilet and I it was it was bad. Mm. It was bad. Yeah, no. Absolutely. That toilet. Disgusting. What was in that toilet looked alive. Yeah. Um, so I was just like, well, uh, you guys were like Ben, come on, because I'm a big eater. I love, mm. I, I'm, Yes. From a from an early age, I remember. I, <laughs> from, from since I oh, was no. conceived. From, from <laughs> an early age, I remember we were we were at a, a, in New Forest. Uh, my parent, my mum and dad fell out just slightly. Mm-hmm. But you know, my dad went, "Oh, I'll go to the pub down the road. I'll go to the 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 uh, campsite pub and mm-hmm. stay in the caravan for the moment, chill." And I was like, "I'm going with dad," because dad mm-hmm. said, "Oh, I'm also going to get a meal there." And mm-hmm. I was just like, "I'm going for that." I'm going yeah. with I'll food, go for that. Food. My, my brother stayed at home and watched. Stayed at the caravan and watched stuff on the TV and right. shit. That I was like, that's shit. Had yeah. hot dog pasta. Nah, I'm alright. Yeah. Uh, and I got a pound burger. Pound burger. And I was probably like Ooh. eight or nine at the time. Wow. Because my dad was like, well, was you should go to this. Re- have you been to the restaurant? No. You should go to the restaurant. It's, a, it's good food. I just oh. can't eat there for a while. <laughs> Fair enough. You get excited for the first few rounds, and then like there's something that even more exciting comes along, but you don't enjoy it, and that's quite upsetting. With, with me, because they were actually quite keen to give us the food. They kept on coming around, and yeah. it was just it, it was stack up on the plate. The key is you had to keep on keep on moving. Mm. People would take breaks. You just got to go, go, go quick. You just got to go quick. You had just you had people taking breaks. You just take a tiny piece of each one. Like you can't have too many. First hour, I was an absolute machine. After that, this big wall hit me. I was like, oh. yeah. you got the meat sweats. Meat sweats, meat, yes. Meat sweats. I was, I was dizzy. I just, I couldn't. I had to flip the car. Your body over. the next morning would have been wrecked. For me, I didn't eat the next the day. The bit yeah. I wouldn't like about that was. I clogged up your bowels. Because they would oh, yeah. start serving. What I would like is more of a. You've got a mountain of food here. Mm. And you I'd, love, I'd love so to do a food challenge. That's, that's the fun of it. You don't know what's coming next. And, and I was like, like, whoa. The kebab, like, I could probably murder two large kebabs with, with the mm. large chips because I can yeah. see it's there in front of me. I just start going. Yeah. Just yeah, start yeah. going. And you Especially if you're hungry as well. You got that's that's the it. fun bit of it is like you don't know what's coming next. And I, I like that. And also it's little portions, but they, they add up. That's the thing. And they've got sauces on them and sauces filling. Like you just can't have any carbs with that because you just be just... Yeah, I remember right. Tom came along. He went to the buffet to get the chips. I was like, what are you doing? Do you not understand when I... He's like, oh, I'll be fine. It's all about enjoyment. But then... No, he was he was in it to win it as well. Oh, he came shit. he came second, and um, he actually then afterwards went. Oh no, he came third. No, Ben Ball and Ryan. No, no, he came he came third, and then he was like, I know a fancy scoops, which is a nice green parlor. Mm. He went, he took on a Nutella crepe. Mm. Skinniest boy you ever met. I can't see myself physically turning that over before anyone else. All right, I want to do it. We'll, we'll do, do it again. We'll do it again. Set it up again. Oh, God, do, do it. Do it as a podcast. I'm, I'm <laughs> sli- do it as a podcast. I'm <laughs> slightly nervous for that because. I, w- I will not turn it over. I will chund on the plate before I turn it over. And you'd have to go, Ben, stop. And like, especially Ryan, Ryan Coleman, because Ryan Coleman's a machine. He starves himself for the day. He doesn't yeah. eat breakfast. Oh, what? Normally. He's a, he's a he doesn't eat breakfast normally. Weird diet. He oh, yeah, so okay. you, can't, you can't compare against that. You cannot beat that. But I'd just make him feel sorry. I'd guilt trip him. I'd be right. like, quite literally, involuntary crying my eyes out mm. after chunding. I've seen him not in a good state. In right. terms of either over drinking or overeating, right? And he would probably continue. Just continue. It's well, then you need to do it then for the sake of everyone's entertainment. Yeah. I feel like you owe people that much. So, some people have good days and bad days. I think with it as well. I felt like I could have eaten. It more depends how you day. prepped your stomach. That's, that's you prep tell you what. That's after the, the half marathon, I'd do it. Uh, the thing is, the thing is, though, <laughs> oh, as well, yeah. with that, yeah, you, you always, you always have in the back of your mind, 
that I was not feeling good before it. I didn't feel it because uh, everyone knows how mm. much they can eat on a good day. Mm. Yeah. And then you're always comparing yourself while you're eating it and stuff like that. You're right though. It's about seeing how much you can have as well. I've always felt that with food. Good time. Most of the time, because when my mum when mum makes a pasta carbonara, she always goes, oh, "I'll give you half," and you have the little essay. No, come on, no, all of it, all it of it. Three sausages, bang. She's like, "Are you sure you're gonna eat all of that?" Well, mum, come back to me in five minutes. You'll I don't like it in seconds. It's not as tasty. No, it doesn't feel good. So it's just like. It's also cold in the in the serving thing. Yeah, mm. no, it's not. If the it's same. cold on your Microwave, plate, whilst no, you're eating, I would probably regret it than than leave it there. Mm. Well, it's never failed me so far. I always plough through. Mm -hmm. I'm a man of my word. You need to have a pasta carbonara cooked by us as well, because we have some quite nice pasta. Mm. Oh, come around one day. Pasta carbonara. What's the name? What's the name of the pasta? Oh, it's just gluten-free pasta. It's nice, and soft. Nice. Thing. It's just really soft and floppy. What's, what's the small, really small little pasta one? Oh, macaroni. That is macaroni. It's not macaroni. We have like. I don't like macaroni. It's like just spiral. We've got the spiral one. Macaroni penne? cheese just tastes really. Penne? It's penne, but it's like the twisted penne. Yeah, it, it's nice. Oh. No, that, that does sound. That does sound fabulous. Penne. Good, good psychology talk so far, guys. Yeah, yeah, really. That was we've talked First class degree coming out there. <laughs> <laughs> talk about the approach of food. You know, we're all good eaters. Mm -hmm. Food is banging. You know, the psychology of food. How are we going to turn this around? I've got. Uh, it, it, it doesn't matter. People like those bits. People like those tangents. Yeah. <laughs> I hope if anyone's listening. I've got if anyone's this far into the podcast. Congratulations, if so. I've, I've got another good unsolved murder here, which is I found quite interesting. Hang on. We were talking about Nazis, weren't we? No, we weren't talking about Nazis. Let's talk about Nazis. Go for it. Do you want to talk about Nazis? Yeah, I feel like ben you need to talk about the Nazis. Nazis. I love the Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that was a that was sarcasm, by the way. Mm. Amber, if you're listening, Amber, Amber um, had a few things to say about your podcast, our podcast today with, with Greta. Who? Amber. There's the a few Why? things. I'll, I'll let you know later. She, she can come on and challenge you. Oh, oh God. Dear. <laughs> I do anyway. apologise, Amber. I'm sorry. Anyway, I back, know you're back on to the Nazis. <laughs> Hey, so we've got Stanford Prison one that's yeah. talks about kind of Nazis wearing their uniform and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, oh good, that goes on to the Nazi thing. Of yeah. course, uh, and you've got the Darren Brown remote control thing with the masks on. Yep. you also got the, uh, the uh, conformity <laughs> study. What's one. that? Oh no, that's kind of, oh yes, conformity. that's awesome, that's awesome. So um, so what they did is they got a they got five or something, five people, four mm -hmm. of them actors, one of the guy, uh, just a normal person. And uh, and what they'd do is uh, they'd get like five lines, like three lines, amount of lines on a piece of paper like this, yeah. and one of them would be decidedly smaller or bigger, mm -hmm. and they'd say point out the smaller one, mm -hmm. and yep. the four, and and, oh, yeah, this and it goes around. The last person is of it is is obviously not in on it, but the first four are actors, yep. and the first four say ah oh, that one, the wrong one, yep. and then the last person goes to go. <laughs> yeah, the other and one. then they conform to what everyone else said. And a, a yeah. very odd amount. Picking the wrong. Only like twenty percent of people didn't conform every time. The yeah. rest did conform an amount of times. And a, weren't there factors? Oh, I can't remember what the factors were that made them conform. I can't remember what it was though. I don't know anything like that. It was just yeah. wanting to fit in, really. So. Yeah, but I think there are like controlled factors where you could say those people are more likely to conform than those. Oh, I can't I remember what it is. That yeah, up. no, that's fine. Um, it's more, oh, just more. But it is. It is like when you've got an audience and wanting to conform in front of them, wanting to be liked, peer pressure. Again, you can go on social media with that. It's just happens all the time, and I bet you don't even know you're doing it. It's quite sad. All, all the time, conformity. Yeah. Is, but, uh, oh, here we go. Another thing on conformity. It talks about the. It's about the Nazis. They did another experiment with uh, teachers. Mm -hmm. The teachers were uh, were people that weren't in on it. And the students were people, actors, in on it. And they, um, what they did is they, uh, they told, they gave everyone paired words, mm -hmm. and the students had to learn the words. Obviously, mm -hmm. they're actors; they already knew them. And the teachers would say one of the word, 
and the other one had to say the corresponding word to it. Mm. And if they got it wrong, they'd get an electric shock or a bad one. It could be a bad one. It goes up to a quite a fatal one. Do they know which one, what kind of electric shock they're going to get? This is just build up over time. So this, say so the students are actors. So they aren't actually getting electrocuted. Mm. The teachers were told how to electrocute, and the student, the actor, would go, ah, like, no, obviously, yeah, yeah. make it look horrific. Yeah. And the teachers would go, the, the people, the, the victim, pretty much, the person get, yeah. having the test on them, would, go, would most all of them would stop. They would stop doing it because yeah. obviously it's hurting the other guy. Yeah. And then they, after being told, do it, do it, they mm. would, 60, 65% would conform and to them especially, thinking they were putting this other guy through agony. Mm. Just yeah. because they've been told by authority, do that and it kind of well, looks in with the Nazis, you know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. in oh, those- Good marketing strategy from the Nazis. <laughs> in, no, in terms of just in conforming in general, we talked about it in episode three, there's um, just uh, almost being scared to conform is used for marketing. Be afraid to be different. Really, like you, t- you talk about like the disproportionate amount, you, the small amount of uh, p- uh, people uh, that worked in the concentration camps. Why would they not go? This is wrong. There wasn't. There was only like a few people that actually wanted to do it. Mm. Why didn't they just stop? It's because mm. that one, the one man over them going, do it. And also, them mixture of them wearing uh, uniform. Yeah, too scared to. And being yeah, just their being families repercussions or their own families were at stake as well. But the people that did um, secretly try to help the Nazis did it secretly. They were like undercover yeah. doing it. No one actually, or not many people, stood up to face what was going on. Probably because they were just blatantly going to die. Yeah, and it was just like because think about it. All the guards, not all, like. Barely any of them would have been yeah. wanting to do it. It's you just want to be a winner, not loser. It's just links, links in with the prison 65%. thing, though, because obviously Germany was coming out of the Great Depression, and you have a lot of people feeling quite low about themselves. You give them a uniform and a gun, they're going to feel like the shit. Yeah, that makes take sense. advantage yeah, of it, and then you, you're going. These people over here—they're the reasons why your life has been suffering for the past few years. Which yeah. was that was that was done. That's why that's why the termination. Of the I would attacking. say I would say it's more the fear, really, like and, and telling telling with authority do that. Because those the, the, people playing the, the people playing the teachers, the people playing the teachers would have not wanted to electrocute, but sixty-five percent of them went told with authority, yeah. do that. And if and then if you put the teachers next to each other, and sixty-five percent of them are doing it, then the uh, the rest of them would go, oh, I've got to do it then. Yep. And then all of a sudden you've got a huge regime that cannot be toppled. And well, it kind of does link back into another thing we we're talking about. Uh, uh, this is to do with Hitler. Create the creative people mm-hmm. more being failures, and then they start getting more extreme. Mm-hmm. Like with the, uh, they have to. They feel like there's no choice. Yeah, they back in a corner. Yeah. And what made Hitler more fucked up is he, uh, he saw they were losing the war, and then he decided to accelerate the resources in killing people. Find yeah. a solution. Creating as much chaos as possible. Yeah. Instead of putting. There's no backing out. Instead of turning a tide, because he could he could have turned a tide. It was like 1930, early early in the war. Right. Like, okay. He could have uh, done it. Where like he that. saw they were starting to lose. Where right. he could have put stopped killing right. people in the camps, but he did the opposite. He tried. He took people to fucking make as much yeah. chaos as possible. Yeah. Um, Kanye West quote of the day: "Everything in life stems from love or fear." Oh, that's oh, good. That's that good. That sink in. That's, that's, that's very a good. Bio. Well, it applies to this, isn't it? Oh. Mm. <laughs> have, we got? have we got any more? Anyway, uh, okay, oh, I've got the Bobo doll experiment. Oh, the you Bobo doll, yeah. Talk about this one. Can you say it first? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sorry. So they got, they got a child to sit down and they had a room full of toys and they got an adult to go in there and yeah. start playing. Uh, some, some, and for some of the children, the adult would go in there and play rough. Yeah. 
yep. start punching this bobo doll. If you don't know what a bobo doll is, like a it's a big, big tall person thing. Inflatable kind yeah, of thing. It's like yeah, it's like an egg, it's got an egg-shaped bottom. It's yeah. heavy and you, it's kind of like a punching bag. To me, it's, when I saw one, I thought, yeah. oh, it's a baby's punch bag. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, like yeah, they've got one that. one playing rough with the with the the doll, and one playing very nicely with. Oh, everything. imitation. And Sorry, the child and the child would react more to would react to it and go, yeah, let's fucking do it and, yeah. and copy it. Whereas to acting nicely, they would copy that as well, but also would just then go to aggression as well. Yeah. It's yeah. quite quite weird. You look at you can look to that as a. A way of imitation's a massive yeah. um, factor. We, we go on to the media violence topic um, with children um, viewing things, and there, there's so many studies out there. I could list all of them. Um, well, I can't list all of them actually. Um, where <laughs> they, if if they view it like in the Bobo doll study, um, they're going to imitate it. And one of the theories behind that is because at that age they've got no distinction between reality and what's not reality so they kind of don't know between right and wrong at that point mm -hmm. and so they are like just basing their behaviors on imitation and their role models um, and they can't distinguish their own kind of thoughts and feelings towards beating up a, a, a bobo doll basically. I, th I think as much as there are role models in the media that do negative things I think they're just as much role models that, that do good mm -hmm. so does it link back into the, the human lust for just being abusive in what we were saying earlier what, yeah. what if, if there is access to a, g a good medium and a bad medium why is the bad one so much more consecutively picks over the good well I, I do think as well so I, I get what you're saying and I would say I don't think video games and all that shit violent mediums have done any good for society necessarily apart from like but I, can't, I can't list many bad things it's provided yeah, in well, terms of if it's provided in, in the rules and regulations the game's come it would have it would have accelerated it would have definitely accelerated because we wanted to talk about the what's the two people the, the two boys that kidnapped that child the, the six-year-old that's and um, John Venables on, um, on what is your James background picture on oh, your phone Adam basi can we just ba basi say basically cool. it, it makes me smile during the day having a bad day you know you've got serious Kanye and then happy Kanye Oh makes my me laugh, God. makes me giggle. <laughs> I've Tom, never seen that in my life, Tom Binet, sorry. Tom Binet's got the same Santee. thing with Sam. Okay. Is Sam serious and Sam smiling? Sometimes that makes you happy. It does make me oh. very happy. Oh. <laughs> so this is, a, this is a, one thing that's not going to make you happy, is this really disturbing. horrifically so disturbing. disgusting story of the murder of James Vulgar by John Venables. Um, there and are documentaries on that. And the other guy, they had there. That was another guy. Took him those children him. were exposed to violence. Yeah, they they growing up. I'm not yeah. saying I'm not saying that that was the only cause, but they were strongly. They would have exposed. had screw looses. Yeah, they would absence, have had absence of sympathy. You said as well. They would have. Yeah. They would have had game. a screw loose. They would have had a screw no loose. No concept of reality of what they were doing. They would have. The game, the video game, would have helped them picture it and stuff like that. Sorry, in case you don't know what this is, this was a, a toddler in a supermarket where the mum turned her yeah. back and in a matter of seconds, child. turned around, taken by two children. Things were really pretend yeah. They were pretending that they, so the, the kid was crying, and the people were like, Oh, what's, what's going on there? And, and there was, Oh, it's our younger brother. He's, oh, he's always like this, don't worry. And people were just like, Oh, fair enough. Yeah. You would, you would, wouldn't yeah. you? You also wouldn't want to step in because you wouldn't want to look like you're messing Doing with Doing it yourself. Yeah, you, you, so. But they tortured him a little bit as well. They, they oh, were, there was a lot fucked. of damage to this little boy's body. It wasn't just yeah, a railway track off, accident. Cut his fingers off, apparently. Yeah. Um, things like that. Complete desensitisation and emotional blunting to anything they were doing. No concept of reality of what they were doing, I'd say, as well. Um, and exposure to violence before that, which yeah. would have caused the desensitisation. 
I don't know how much violence they're exposed to though. Um, what kind of violence? But I don't think they had a stable upbringing at all. Yeah. At right. all. But that's a very extreme case because there's a lot of children that, you know, have a violent upbringing and don't do that mm. as well. So then you can go so to the nature the factor. Direction that you, they learn not to be like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I had a really good thing to talk about. It's left me. Oh. Shit. What were we talking about before? So we here's about? a study um, in 2007. An fMRI research um, can suggest or has shown that high exposure can reduce brain activity in response to violent crimes. Reduced brain activity equals normalization, and therefore, like seeing all the videos can blunt your brain activity to okay. that to a crime. You desensitize. You've seen it, therefore, you can do it. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Shit like that. It's taking a step from the reality you're shown into the reality you're in. I guess. Anyone got anything else to say? I've got a very interesting unsolved murder story, which I, I loved. Go into that, we've not got long left on this next hour of recording. Then we can plow through, go into Dick of the Day or something else. It's up to you guys. All right, yeah. Uh, so this one is a... Uh, Life is a highway. I want to ride it. Oh, no. Well, not in this case, because people die on this highway. No, no. this is uh, Canada's Highway 16, running for nearly 900 miles, where people don't necessarily always come out the other end. Highway of tears. Over a, a period of decades, people haven't come out the other end, surely for the purpose of murders. Consecutively, a bit people. like the Hills of Eyes, maybe. I've never seen the Hills of Eyes. What? <laughs> never seen it. I've heard you talk about it. I've never seen it. Hang on, our whole family's watched it. It was like a thing. No, this was before I was born. Ah. Oh. The era. That was a long. Before well, Adam. Of, that was a long era. Basically, good times. we have this. The good times. Let's just go back to quickly the story. So we used to have cousins come round to our house. And when we were younger, there was um, a boy and a girl, and that matched up with me and Josh, my older brother, boy and a girl. So we'd do like cousin sleepovers. Nice. And whenever they came over, we'd always want to watch a scary movie, and we would always try and push my mum to get us a slightly older uh, rated well, you scary have to get DVDs, movie. Wouldn't you? You have to get yeah. Go to Apollo yeah. and get them. And so we would be in the. Was it Apollo is one of them as well? Oh, I don't, I don't and not like, my era. I yeah, wasn't you weren't alive. We'd just basically persuade her, like, for example, the, pony, yeah. the ring, we'd be like, it's about a wedding ring. I love the ring. I love it, yeah, But we'd, cool. like, trick her, and we tricked her into watching The Hills of Eyes, where basically it was, like, ancestral rape, demented oh people living fun, in the fun, hills, fun. like, and we watched it, and I think my mum, someone fell asleep, my mum fell asleep, and she woke up and she was just like, and there was like a really awkward like incestual rape scene mm. with like this demented person raping someone else. And we were just all sitting there like young kids, like this is amazing. <laughs> um, but what happens is they're on a highway yeah. in the middle of nowhere. They set traps out um, and bring the car over and, and kill them and, and then do stuff to them. And um, yeah. I reckon my dad cool. might have seen that because he- Oh, you've got to watch The Hills of Eyes. He did a, he did a weird, he did a weird, uh, well, different. Well, I remember we were in we were in a car going somewhere. Camp, I think it was camping somewhere, but we, really hilly area, mm. village as well. And my my dad said, "Oh, uh, got to be careful. The witches are about." Mm. And we were just like, "What? What? What?" And we we're just like, "Oh, they, they they take over cars and stuff like that." And we we're like, "How? How would they stop the cars?" <laughs> and they said they put but they put butter on the on the upside of the uh, of the hill, <laughs> so the car wheels can't oh, get up no. it. So then you're stuck at the bottom of the hill. Why are we going and this then way? They, and then they and then I think it was just then when we hit. Some big hill, and we were just like, ah! Oh my, <laughs> my dad started then, like, putting up the, like, going into our gear, so the guy would go, and we're just oh like, fuck, I get out, I get out of that drive! Yeah. Sorry, where, did, where were you going about the highway? Before Sorry, I went but basically, long story short, there was a murderer, or a group, of, the argument is that there were probably numerous people on that highway. 
-huh. And so because the whole point of the highway is that no one can hear you scream. Yep. It's so long, n nothing there, maybe a few houses. But the, the point, the, the thing, yeah, maybe, maybe a few incestual rapists. Yeah, you know, probably. Um, fun. Mm. Yeah, fun, fun, fun. And it was called the Highway of Tears, and um, it was just isolated. And unsolved, they never found the people? Unsolved. They sent a few police officers up and down, never found anything, no suspects, nothing. See, that's the thing. You capture them, take them way off. Mm. And um, in, again, in the hills of always, not that that's a true story, but they had a massive like junkyard of all these like abandoned cars that had yeah. like been captured and then the people were like taken out and eaten and they lived in the caves. Yeah. So just take it off the tracks. You put a little, um, what's those little spiky things you put on the road? Stigger. Uh, you put that on the road, they've gone. Hey, simple. Pull them over. Look, there's a lot of or roads Or leave like them out that. there to starve and then take them. Mm, there's a lot of roads out there in America and Canada that yeah. it's quite easily oh, done. So they're huge countries, absolutely huge. Less, Many things happen here. in America. Many times. So big. Well, it's well, it's just You're not going to have on the M1, mm. are you? Uh, <laughs> go, go for the welcome <laughs> break. Going for, the, going for the new forest. <laughs> yeah. Could happen there. Really? Yeah, there's some remote place. So is my summer idea of camping in a new forest. Well, we'll do that now. That was on Europe with the coronavirus. That was a mutual. I don't think that will happen now. Bugged. Oh, a shame. What? I can't say this on here because Ben might be listening and going, oh, I thought we were going to go into Raiden. Well, we discussed around the table last night that he might not be able to. You're not allowed to go into Raiden because of coronavirus? I am allowed, but there might be a chance that we might not. I haven't actually talked about this with Ben. So Ben, if you're listening, we need to talk about into This is going to get posted probably next week, so it's fine. Yeah. Well, yeah, so I, might yeah I, might, I, might, I might be joining you, but we'll see. Yeah, you need to let us know, because we might book soon. Oh, we might not. Actually, no, come, with us, come with us to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. I want you to come, you'll love it. Oh, yes, that would love that. No, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a free spirit. Anyway. Don't worry about me, guys. I've got my own plans. Do you, do you have your own plans? No. <laughs> <laughs> you can come with us. I don't want to come anyway. You can come with us if you want. Why not? I'm too old. You're like Tom and Sam. You'll love Sam. Sam lovely. Oh, yeah, going. Fringe fest. Tom Burnett's definitely coming. Sam's always like, you know what, boss man, it's all peace and love. I'll definitely come, you know. <laughs> that is Sam. That is Sam. Okay, we've only got one, and a half, one minute 20. Come back recording. with you. So we'll, we'll come back in a sec. Beautiful. And we're back. Done? You Beautiful. seen the time? Wait, let's, sorry, check the time. Oh, oh what a nice watch. Is that a Rolex? Mm. What's the same, man? That's, yeah. that's my white wrist. Oh, mm. nice. Um, I think it's the day of dicks occurring. Or dick of. Oh no, I said the day of. T <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the day of dick. The moment of the day in which dicks occur. This is not a day dedicated to dicks. This it's is Dick of the Day. This is a dick who is dedicated to the day. We love Dick of the Day. I mean, do you like minions? I love minions. You actually, you actually unironically like minions? No, I mean, I've not seen the films. Yeah, you don't. You if don't. you saw a minion meme, would you find it funny? No. No. Oh, that's okay. Ruffer Shan pokes his ears up. <laughs> Shadow <laughs> <laughs> He has an old Instagram account where it's so most it's of it is him memes. posting minions. There's like yeah. one that's like, Whoa. I like the one where the minion goes. There's one where it's like, that's quite cute. It's a picture of, you know, Wolverine. Yeah. And the minion crossed, and it's oh, yeah. a picture of that. And oh, it's, okay. And it's print and it's uh, captioned, Wolverinian. Okay, interesting. <laughs> just, just literally that. Is this a oh, generational thing? No, 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 no. Getting it. We don't, we don't like minions. Just cancer, if I'm honest, if, okay. if, if you <laughs> ask me. Uh, you feel the tumour growing on my back. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, well, there is a man out there in this big, wide world on the 29th of January, which happens to be Amelia's birthday. Just happens to be, coincidentally. Huzzah! And he actually went to jail, sadly, and oh. went therapy, sadly, for punching a minion oh. in the face. A real minion. Well, no, no, they're not real. Sadly, not. They're not real. Are you kidding? Daytona, <laughs> Daytona Beach, man in a costume, 
dressed as a minion. And uh, yeah, it was uh, pretty pretty heartbreaking. Just dressed dress as a minion, advertising Despicable Me at the beach. Um, there's no reason behind Why it. Would you do there's that? actually footage. <laughs> I would do that. He's apologised. Put the footage on your Instagram. Yeah. In case people need to see. You want to want to see here if it loads. It's not going to load. It's not going to load. It's no. heartbreaking. This is what happens well, in the cabin. We'll put the. How dare you? We will. It's actually got its own Wi-Fi. We will put this on our Instagram. A picture of a man punching a minion in the face. The dick of the day. The dick of the we'll, day. We'll post that up shortly after the podcast has been sent. I think that's mm. well well deserved. That was fucking brilliant. I'm so glad that we weren't looking at actual pictures of dicks because yeah. I thought that's what it was <laughs> when <laughs> they said dick of the day. <laughs> I was thinking. Real dick of the day. So the way. do I have to judge? We're, ki <laughs> we're kind of bored of dick of the day, I'd say. It's run its course, so we're going to have new segments coming up soon. Coming soon. One of which being actual dick of the day, where we're mm. going to review penises. Aesthetic penis of so the day. If you want cock us review. to review your cock, uh, <laughs> cock send, it in. send it in. And uh, equal rights, uh, women can do the same. Eye all round. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> for women, just find a cock on the, online and send that one in for yourself. Yeah. You know. To cock or not to cock, that is a question. Mm -hmm. We could do that, that'd be quite good. Zoomed in pictures, of, is that we a cock? Oh, is it a cock? Is it not a cock? That'd be a good one. They could do that with butt cracks. Yes. Assuming is that is or that any genital or is that a feature? Uh, yeah, and a review where it comes from. So we got we got new segments coming soon for the end of the show. This is we'll, we'll probably do another dick of the day, the finale, <laughs> and, it, and it might the return. Dickiest of the day. And it might return. The dickiest of all the dicks. Yeah. But that, that's the future plans. And ladies and gentlemen, if you have forgotten in this long time span, may I oh, remind you? It's been a while. You've been listening to a classy club podcast. My name is Adam. My name's Ben. And your name is Amelia. In case you're forgotten, with an E. Didn't get the hint. <laughs> and I hope you all have <laughs> a perfect day. So let me just listen to that. Find it out. Oh, you can fuck off. you got to drive me home, so you got to fuck off with me. <laughs> I got my uh, dinner to go get. Thank you very much for watching. Stay classy. See you next time. Stay only sample. Bye bye.